Mars. All right, we should be live any second. All right, I'm going to say, uh, Electric Kevin saying we're live in the chat means we're live. Hello, everyone. It's Dylan from Yu-Gi-Oh! Everything, and welcome back to another episode of Talking Yu-Gi-Oh! Crazy 8s. This is episode 35, London's Calling, and we are going to break down one of the, uh, well, another crazy episode in Yu-Gi-Oh! Go Rush. You might know uh, that we are all kind of um, away from each other. Uh, that is because uh, there was something that happened when we went out uh, Thanksgiving <laughs> Eve last Wednesday night. I believe we my were bad. all – I don't know. I My theory is that the bartender was sick because every single person that we were with got sick except me and Dredger, who were the DDs for the night. Uh, we were the only two that did not get sick. So I think the most <laughs> obvious explanation is the bartender was sick. That's my theory on it. But everyone is getting better. Pete, unfortunately, is the newest to uh, to get sick, um, which uh, you know I feel feel bad about. But everyone will make a, a quick, speedy recovery. Not it's not COVID. It's not. I mean, Ivrea, yeah. my girlfriend believed it was the flu. I don't. I don't think it's the flu. I, I think it's uh, like an upper respiratory thing. Right. I went to like the doctor and got like a lab tested for the flu a. A, B, and COVID, and I tested negative for all three. Yeah, Nicole tested negative for COVID. Yeah. Okay. I'm good on that part. Also, mm -hmm. I'm seeing X-Layer yep. is saying that um, they can only yeah, hear you that... guys on the right and me on the left. Let me mix that to, to mono. Bro, the issue you had uh, wow. last night. What happened last night? I'm a little bit of mono. Yeah, should, should be fixed now. Should be fixed now oh, because, um, because I, I had to mix it all to mono. So sorry about that. But thank you for pointing it out, X-Layer. But um, we are loaded. We got a loaded podcast for you tonight. Um, We're a loaded Left gun. to right, we got uh, Calibro. We got Pete. We got Nick T. And we got The Dredge. How you boys doing tonight? Doing fantastic, dog. Doing pretty good, brother. How are, uh, how are you feeling? You're still holding up, right? 100%? <laughs> oh, me? Yeah, I'm still 100%. Yeah, I'm just, you know, <laughs> sure? as he Are starts positive? literally. Yeah, no, I, I, I went down the wrong pipe with the water. I caught him with water. Yeah, you caught me with the water. <laughs> yeah, um, we got him, boys. We got him. We got him. No, okay, I, we got him. I am super thankful for all of you lovely people being here in chat. I'm super thankful for Caliber, Pete, Nick T, and Dredger joining me tonight. This is going to be a great, here. great episode. Uh, kicking off a new month of December where uh, this arc is coming to an end the last week of December, which is nuts. We literally have one uh, month left before this arc ends but before we get to that we got to talk about what ended up being a loaded episode 35 i'm sure we might have some conflicting opinions on london mm. um the yuga character i still have to put oh, air quotes because i got no idea what we should refer to him as um and we got a lot of stuff that we got to talk about um I want to thank everybody who donated and super chatted in last week's episode before we get to um, this week's content. So a huge thank you to Colin, Nicholas Horton, Ice Aiden, X-Slayer, Maddie, Philip Rosewood, That Man 666 Nicholas Schoner, Crystal Colden, Stinkfly, Angie, Gravity Hero, Brian Ford, Solid Snack, Limestone, and the Penguin herself, Pink Penguin. Thank you guys all so much for your incredible support. Cannot tell you how much it means to me, how much it supports this channel. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, boy, oh boy, we got a lot of uh, stuff to cover from the kind of reveal, what was in that box, to the... Um, Yuga character making another appearance to London, getting a lot of backstory and clarity as to what's going on with him. Um, I don't know where to start. Does anyone here want to uh, kick us off? 
You know, Dylan, I, I really had a lot I wanted to say, but I, I really do think you should start us off here. All right. Well, I knew that was coming. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, where do I begin? Um, there, there were a few things that I, I do want to address, um, starting with, with the Yuga character, because uh, obviously that's going to be a big point of, of debate. Um, we get a clearer view of this character, like their full body suit, their hair. It looks to me very clearly like Yuga or Yuga dressed as the Yuga man. I've seen a few people say, well, maybe it's the Yuga man and not Yuga, even though I do want to remind everyone that doesn't really make sense. Now, Luke and Luke man were two separate characters. That was 100% a thing. But remember, Yuga played the Yuga man. It wasn't like Luke played the Luke man. So It was a um, character, yeah. Exactly. So, you know, with, with the time skip, if Yuga uh, – we know Yuga are Yuga. The Sevens Yuga was gone for two years, right? That's, that's a fact. No one can dispute that. Where he was in those two years, we have no idea. Is this – where he was in those two years. I mean, I believe it. I, I think this is the Yuga from Sevens. I think it makes the most sense. We'll, we'll get into that. I'll get a poll running on that. Um, but clearly, they're teasing us. I think it was X-Layer a couple of weeks ago who said, yeah, we'll learn about who this character is in, like, episode 60. And we all laughed. And as the weeks go on, we might we might all get uh, <laughs> a, little, a little more worried that that might come true. I don't think it'll be that long. I'm not convinced that we're going to get this character revealed before the arc ends, which would be, of course, episode 39. I am convinced we will know the identity of this character, whether it's the same Yuga from Sevens or whether it is the Yuga variant. Um, we will get that answered before the first season comes to an end, which we would assume uh, would be episode 52. So the Yuga stuff, you know, I, I want to know what these four kind of think, but we'll get more in depth on that uh, a little later. London's backstory was a um, a pretty you know big element of this episode, and you know London kind of tells that that classic tale that I think a lot of people can probably relate to, where they're actually you know just searching for a purpose. They feel like they haven't done enough with their life, even though their life from the outside looking in seems very fulfilling, right? I I there was a friend I'm going to tell a little bit of a story person I knew in college who seemed to have it all all the all the men wanted to be him all the ladies wanted to be with him he was just a very charismatic human being a very awesome dude and I remember I sat down with him and, and I talked to him you know as, as us I know this guy as us RAs do no you He's do talking not. about me you do know my, oh. my friend Meg uh, but that's 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 not who this is oh um, it's not Meg okay it's not Meg um, but she was she wasn't an RA she was an essay but that's just one of those uh, funny, weird life things that Dredger met someone mm, I went to school with. I was very close with. I mean, I went on a vacation with her and like the group of friends I was with to Gettysburg. Um, so it's it's still wild. But anyway, um, you know, beloved guy. And when I when I talked to him one on one, you know, he he said something to me, and and I'm not I'm not making it up. But he was like, you know, I wish I could be more like you. And I was like, what, what are you talking about, man? You have like this, this awesome life. And he's like, yeah, but you just seem so like content with everything. And you just, you're very comfortable with yourself. And even though it seems like, you know, I might have this like popular life and I'm out partying a lot of the times, I, I don't, I, I don't really know where my life is taking me. And I don't feel like I, wow. I have like a deeper meaning. And it was a really, really deep conversation. Guy's name was, was Matt. Um, and I, I felt it reminded me a little bit of that w with London in this episode where he feels like he doesn't actually have a purpose. And we learn why he did a lot of what he did. Now, does that excuse the decision making? Does that excuse going behind 
people's backs. I, I don't think so. That's why it's still very like, I, I still don't know how to feel really about London. Um, I've seen a few people say they hate him after this episode. I've seen other people say on the, the other side of it, this episode completely redeemed him. I think I'm somewhere in the middle with it. Um, but it, it's, it's a fascinating extra dimension to his character that we definitely didn't have before that. I think when you can debate whether a character is, you know, a good character or not, or a good person at heart, I think that's one of the more interesting character debates and discussions you can have about a character. I think to a degree that could be the sign of a very well-written character if most people hate him and other people love him and other people understand him and other people don't. I think that's the sign of a, a good written character. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm kind of in the middle on London, but episode definitely helped him in my eyes because I was not a big London fan. I mean, all last week I was like, oh, I can't wait to watch London get smoked. <laughs> by the end of the episode, I was like, ah, hey, you know what? If he, his death scene's actually going to be a little depressing now that we got so much, you know, reveal about him. And he did remind mm -hmm. me of that, that, um, you know, colleague from my college days. Um, as for oh. the reveal in the box, that's yeah. another thing that is probably going to be debated the same way. Uh, was it underwhelming? Sure. If you take it at face value, I I'm not willing to take it at face value yet. All we know about it is the words from Fisher sky, which I, those words probably are valid. I, I don't know um, if I would. Are you hesitant to believe them? I'm, yeah. I'm somewhat hesitant to fully believe it, but not necessarily because I think Fisher Sky is lying, but maybe he couldn't grasp what was actually in that box. That's um, fair. More from that perspective, because if it's just an uninteresting page of a manuscript, it's like, all right, well, that's kind of lame. But would they really reveal it like that and in that sort of underwhelming fashion if that was all it was? I have a hard time believing that. And right now it's one of those situations where the effect is scarier than what the truth actually is. And a great example of that is Medusa. A lot of you probably are familiar with Medusa. <laughs> now, in some iterations, mm -hmm. Medusa is a beautiful woman, right? If you look her in the eyes, you turn to stone and you, yep. you essentially get killed if you look her in the eyes. Looking at Medusa is not the the scary element of the equation right medusa is this this beautiful uh person this beautiful creature um looking at the manuscript is not necessarily inherently evil or scary it's what happens to you afterwards that's the terrifying part i mean yes maybe right now it is just an uninteresting manuscript even though i'm hesitant to fully believe that but we also have seen him destroy planets we've seen him potentially cripple entire galaxies with the power of this box. So that I don't think can be overwhel uh, understated, um, even though the reveal so far has been a little underwhelming. I don't fully buy into it, but I think the mysteries of this show continue to uh, continue to expand. And uh, man, I'm just more and more fascinated to see where we go. Uh, and all in all, I think it was another really intriguing episode, um, but I'm going to turn it over to my great, um, my great team here. Um, I, Calibro, I guess we'll start with you, man. Uh, what were your thoughts on on the episode in in general? Yuga man, Yuga variant, uh, Lug, all that stuff. Sure. Um, so overall, I felt the episode was good. I, I liked it a lot, and I think I had said to you guys earlier, I was like, you know, for an episode on London, which you probably thought was like, oh, I hope this isn't some sort of like not throwaway, but like kind of eh episode to get us to the next bigger episode. I thought it was really good, and I liked that. 
he kind of assisted in the whole Neanderthal backstory and how she kind of knew who he was and knew what he was about and what he could do because you know we were speculating for episodes like why is Neanderthal like not saying things she knows something and we never really knew exactly what or why and we had like we were kind of getting the idea with her episode but this kind of fully showed like he came and took everyone from her planet and froze them like it wasn't just her family yeah. or her friends like it was everybody the whole clan so I thought, yeah yeah so i thought that was very cool and then the whole neanderthal being um <laughs> i i missed what you said the whole neanderthal like um like meeting up and actually meeting um london before everybody else and him finding his own purpose through her was very interesting because like you said in in your monologue like he was some popular guy that everybody was friendly with and stuff but he couldn't find his purpose he didn't know what it was he didn't know what he like what his skills were really because he's like you know rovian is this musician and she's creating her own world and i'm just out here being friends with everybody so i, I thought that whole backstory-esque of it it really like you said, it doesn't redeem everything London's done or the way he's acted, but it definitely gives you kind of a reasoning behind it and gives you some way to sympathize with him. Like, I wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, fully redeemed, love the guy, everything he did. But it was kind of bad means to a good end for him in a way. Like, he didn't really know how to get to where he was going and he didn't really do it in the right way. But ultimately he got to where he wanted to be and was able to help them in any way that in a way that he thought he could and him teaming up with Fisher sky. Like, again, you think, Oh God, he broke out of jail with Fisher sky. He's up to no good again. But in truth, he needed Fisher sky there because he needed his way to get the word out of really what's inside the box. And obviously I don't know if it's just a manuscript. There's probably something more behind it, whether it's like, you know, you read what's on the paper and that's some sort of spell that he puts on you or a curse or whatever it might be. And that's actually what the whole manuscript is. But yeah. I think the whole idea of it is, you know, he actually has a good purpose, which I think is something that none of us would have really thought of until this episode. So for that reason, I, I like the episode. And the whole Yuga thing, just show his face, man. Mm -hmm. Like, we're not going to see it for 15 episodes, but just show <sighs> his face, man. Like, do, you, do you think bro. that it's Yuga from Sevens? I do actually. Okay. I do think it's Yuga from Sevens, and I think, I think his reveal is going to come literally in the last episode of like the, the season. Okay. I, I don't think he's going to have any impact. I think he's going to be the last episode of the season. Dredger, I want I want to throw it over to you because I know you mm -hmm. were a little um, frustrated before we went live about the whole Yuga stuff. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, I, I'd love to hear your your kind of thoughts on that. Yeah, I'm just I, I I again the first couple times it's, it's something that's really cool. It's like oh you know is it Yuga? You know we've gotten a lot of tidbits this this arc. Um, and I just feel like it's, it's in my opinion, it's a little repetitive. It's like, again, they're just showing you another shot where it's like, it's him, but we're not going to read, you know, it's like, it's like, it's, we're 90, what, what are we honestly, 80% sure it's, it's well, some well, Yuga Yuga variant yeah, has well, to be, it's Yuga, not just Yuga a variant. I'm a hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. No exactly. Option, in my opinion. Um, but for him to, again, little things like last week, you know, two weeks ago, we saw his hair. Then we see kind of like almost his shirt and another one. Now this time we literally see him in the entire suit, the Yuga Man suit, right? 
it's just they keep giving you more it's like you, clearly we know it, it's it's i guess it's like a trope that Yu-Gi-Oh does with like the oh we're, we're not gonna tell you oh it, there's another piece in but it's some for me that i'm just i wasn't a fan of um I, and I, I agree with cal but i think that the, the reveal is coming at the end i don't think the reveal is coming soon as much as i want it to come soon i think it's gonna be uh we're gonna be waiting a little longer for that reveal which is fine but it's just that that's like a part that i don't I'm not a fan of other parts of the episode I really enjoyed. Yeah. Uh, the backstory I thought was really well done. Um, I like giving, you know, London purpose. You know, it, it makes his uh, his story a little better. Now, again, we, you know, the road less traveled. Um, there's a saying with that. I can't, I just lost it. It like, just ran out of my head. Um, basically, like, you know, unfortunately, the way London did what he did is not the right way. But at least, like, in his final moments, he made the right decision. Because I think that's the line that a lot of movies or shows you see is like, you really see how somebody is in their final minutes, right? That's how you really understand like what someone's like in, in their in their you know final minutes, and that's kind of what London did. London, you know, took the I'm, even if I can't beat the Great King, there's got to be a plan. I got to have some to help the team, you know, especially the, the purpose. You know, I think we everyone in life struggles at some point with what what you know what am I supposed to do? Why why am I you know what's my goals? You know, yeah. picking a career or you know maybe talking to this girl or this guy or the friend making friends all these things you make a million decisions you know every single day um so i liked that aspect of it. and i think at the end of the day you know you can say london is more of a good person than a bad person because in his final moments he made that decision to uh um oh my god pete you're the best i love you pete pete sent me the the, the quote uh i took the one less travel by and that has made all the differences yeah so Again, Frost the great though, Robert yeah. Frost. Robert Frost, great, great person. I know he is, though. Um, yeah. Well, pur- but yeah, purpose it, is something that we, if people who are in their 50s sometimes struggle yes, with, you know? Of course, it's yeah. One of those so, things that I think a lot of people, unless you've, well, I'm not even going to say that. I was going to say, unless you've had a very maybe um, easy life in terms of like how you've been, but even even those, even even then, those people. Yeah, even then, maybe you don't know why it was easy again. It's everyone's own own journey. Yeah, I know you're 100%. Um, I also thought it was in, is, is seeing Goha Yuna was really like hell bent on revenge. Like she was working. Like, and then especially that, that him comment too. Like, he'd be surprised to like see you like working so hard, like, yep, like doing all this. Which I, to that yeah, again, him, him, of course, he, as Yuga. Where did um, he go? And they were like, they put an emphasis yeah, that, on that word yeah. too. But I did mm-hmm. find it interesting, again, and, and real quick point out, we don't need to harp on it, but the fact that uh, Asaka's voice actor is still voice acting. Yeah. Yeah, still voice acting at this point. When when we we heard about that, now it's got to be almost two months ago. I, eight, I was gonna, I was gonna bring that up, Dredge. I'll bring it up, did. yeah, just to that, give you something. That literally means uh, this that, show is way that, ahead. That this way. show is about eight or nine episodes ahead. At least again, yeah. until until she doesn't talk, they're that many weeks ahead. Right, and it's, it's that's what it says. Like she's gonna be around because when she announced yep. she was on hiatus, it's not like oh she'll be taking a break in the upcoming future. When that announcement came out, she was her agency said she was done. She's done. I I, th- I literally think it's end of arc. I think she makes the. I think she makes it the next what four, three that, episodes, four that, episodes. That means that I think like, so. They're a whole arc ahead. Oh my god. They're it's about a, they're about ten, eleven weeks ahead. That's a very very good sign. Very good sign. Very good sign. Which is again another. Good, I wanted to just touch on that. Um, everything else in the episode. Um, the ma- the manuscript. I do think there's obviously. I think it is a manuscript. Um, I'm gonna play into one of your crazy theories, Dill. I think you had mentioned like. Some kind of futuristic plans, right? That's what that's kind of like. It shows the end of the world, right? Air quotes, end of the world. Maybe that manuscript is written about something that hasn't happened yet. You know, maybe 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 on there it says Earth, Earth's Earth's demise. Uh, yeah, 
right? I, Maybe I, it says Mutsuba Town's demise. Maybe there's something. That, so that would be my, my guess on, on what the man is. Some kind of precursor yeah. or like something about their town or earth or something along those lines. But overall, I thought the episode was, you know, good. Uh, I wouldn't put it as very good or great, but it was good for me. But it's just the repetition of the Yuga stuff I'm not really a fan of. Um, otherwise, decent episode, not a lot of dueling, which is okay. Um, I'm, I'm, I, I wish we had to pick that one because that was an easy one, but yeah, know, we all good there. We didn't know who he was dueling, you know. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't, we couldn't confirm. But that, that makes me think that next week, did they confirm the duel for next week? Uh, you and Moo versus the Yeti guy. Yeah, the Yeti guy. So no Providence still, which I find interesting. No, no. that's another thought. I just wanted to. It's not his no Providence, Providence still. Yeah, but when when is his Providence? That's my question. So just to confirm, the Asana voice, the Asaka voice actress announced what's the came date out before episode twenty nine. Uh, what episode are we on? This was episode thirty five. So at least so six, six weeks, weeks ahead. ago. Okay. Yeah. Why did I keep? Why did I say ahead. eight or ten? I was so off of that. It'll be interesting yeah. to see how they do write her out of the show because there's no way that like, it's unless she gave out all the projects she's working on a heads up that she's gonna have to take time off, which maybe she did. Um, but it's a good sign. It's a very good sign that Go Rush is this far ahead. Um, so yeah, that's that's definitely really good. Um, Pete, your thoughts on um episode thirty five here, my man? It was alright. Um, I always enjoy episodes that are more character centric. It doesn't necessarily have to focus on dueling. Um, but other than that, it like, see, I'm like, I'm hung up like on the last five minutes or so, you know what I mean? Because it's like, if I take it at face value of what was in the box, what was in the box? then I'm massively disappointed, right? And there's a there's a part of me that's like, well, that would make complete that would make complete sense for Studio Bridge, right? And the Luke variant and they would do something like that where it's just kind of like a joke and it's a failed manuscript and like that feels <laughs> like they would do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But but that is Nick T losing over here. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Nick T, Nick T I don't losing know. once per, per five yeah, minutes every day. He hasn't even spoken yet. Oh Dude, my god! Know why he's losing it? Messing around with Discord and it's going crazy on stream. I don't know what it, Nick T's tripping. I don't know what he's talking oh, about. Oh god! But anyway, you were Pete, laughing even before that was. Going well, that's on. a little all, different. All he did was increase the volume. That's no, no, that's all I did. That's all I did. That's all I oh, did. Oh, I'm not even getting involved. In Chat, yeah, chat's yeah. on my side with this. One. I like. I can control I, them when I'm there, yeah. but when I'm not there, I got. Nick T, I'll, I'll turn it over to you, man. Give me your thoughts on the episode. Oh jeez. You don't. You're not. You know. Finish, bro. Oh my god. Finish. Go ahead. Yeah, Nick T clearly has something he wants to say. Yeah, Dill. Uh -huh. Yeah, I want to say, Dill, stop messing with Discord while we're in the middle of sentences. But, it's uh, okay. It makes it better. <laughs> Good content. Um, but what I do want to say is that I actually really did enjoy the episode. Oh my god, dude. It just doesn't stop, man. <laughs> See, this is what I'm talking about, guys. All right, come on, you gotta focus here, Nick. All right, I, I'm gonna be. You, we're not you, together. We. You better is... hope I stay sick, bro. Oh you better my hope. God. That's a threat. Oh, that was a threat. On a live stream. Hey, hey, someone, someone, clip that. Um. <laughs> but yeah, I, I really like the episode. I, I know we've talked a lot of trash on, on uh, London, deservedly so, because I mean he's yeah. like, he was a piece of shit. Um, mm -hmm. 
even as a teenager. I don't care. Uh, hey, 14-year-olds like, can be assholes. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. But the biggest he, assholes. Um, I think the tape really did carry, like, a lot of weight to it. And I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just being, like, light on him. But I actually came, like, pretty much all the way around on him. Not to justify what he's done, but it definitely makes me understand why he's done it well enough to say, okay, like, this is fine. Yeah, guys, give me one sec. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're fine. Um, Never mind. Okay. Uh, that was a quick but, sec. You know, we're good. Um, sorry, I lost my train of thought there. I was thought I was about to get interrupted. Um, Ooh. But yeah, no, it's... Uh, <clears throat> I think it's okay. Like, I get it, and, like, we can move past it. Like, with him as a character, say, if, if he ever comes back, like, I understand. And um, because I think he has... A much of bond with Neanderthal as Manabu did, and we didn't even realize that. Yeah, that was an interesting really twist as yeah. well. The Neanderthal yeah. aspect, and actually, you're the first one to even bring that up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. I mean, none of us. I mean, they they really like threw that at us. Cal- like, yeah, Caliber yeah. brought up that what? the planet was destroyed, but right, the Neanderthal and, and London relationship. Yeah, yeah. the first person, first human that she met on Earth. Like that's crazy. Pretty significant. Yeah, yeah it's very significant. Yeah, so yeah. they like have a longer bond, and like I don't think they really. Maybe there are signs if we go back, but I didn't see that much at all. And like, mm-hmm. so I was like dumbstruck by it. Yeah. And um, and it wasn't like they had that experience, like a lot of experiences together. It was like they met, she gave him a purpose and then they made their plan and split. Right. Like she went to MIK and he went and worked with Manya and that was it. They were gone. They were both out of sight, like out of mind kind of thing. Yeah. And exactly. And that, now with this knowledge though, it does bring up like an interesting point of like, with them having gone their separate ways, was it, like, all part of the plan for them to, like, her to bring M.I.K. and Manabu and herself back into, like, the um, alien underground? And, like, at what points hmm. was it part of her plan for their path to converge repeatedly as they did? Like, yeah. I, you know, I question Maybe. all the moments where they came back yeah. together. That, it's one of those things where rewatch might have some value there. Exactly. Keep an eye on those yep. two, yeah. Yeah, um, so I, I thought it was really interesting. I mean, we all knew he was going to get swept by the Great <laughs> King. It was just, it was bound to happen. Yeah, that was like it was his fate. To well, lose. that's why they didn't put the whole duel on screen. They right, showed exactly. You the one yeah, well, it went away. It went a waste of time. Yeah, yeah, um, and 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 I like I think for me to say what I feel about the Yuga thing, I think it just kind of reiterates what everyone else has said. Um, I think it's Yuga for sure, like Seven's Yuga. Um, but I don't think we're going to see him for a while, and they're going to keep teasing us for sure. Uh, but my it, last you it, thought... you think we get it before the season, before episode 52 ends? Uh, so you're not even I think at sure. the end, like, 52 might be the, the right okay, point. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to agree with Nick T. That's what I think. Um, but uh, my last, I think, thought here was regarding the manuscript. And I think... Yeah, I, I actually agree with Dill. I think that Fisher Sky um, just, like, didn't have, like, the comprehension to understand what it really was. And I think that manuscript, given that everything else that he's written about, uh, you know, kind of the fates of the the galaxies he's destroyed, this is the the future, right? This is the unfinished manga of of, of what's to come. Like, yeah. will Earth be that manuscript? Is that Earth's fate? Yeah, you know, it's funny because I I would even um, yeah, I I I completely forgot what I was gonna say. 
But um, the, dude, our our trains of thought are just off the station. I know our trains of thought. It's not. I guess it's not. Ridiculous. It's because it's because we're remote. I'll blame it on the uh, the remote. Yeah, this thing is um, remote. Yeah, I we, poll results are in. Bartender. This is definitely a little higher than it was last week, which I find interesting. Eighty percent of voters think this is the Yuga from Sevens. Sixteen percent believe it's a variant. Four percent think other. Um, I'm interested to know the one or two people that voted other, kind of what their theories on on this character are. Because um, right. to me, it's I'm like 99% sure that it's a Yuga variant or Yuga from Sevens. Um, but I'm, you know, it's definitely 80-16 is higher than last week. I think it was like 60-30. So it's definitely uh, with this episode and as the episodes go on, more and more people are expecting it to be Yuga from Sevens and believe it's Yuga from Sevens. Um, it'll be interesting to see if it's not, if there will be a little bit of, I don't want to say backlash because I think that's a little too harsh, but with how long they've been teasing it and how obviously they've been teasing this character, and even with how Sevens ended, where you left the door open with Yuga disappearing for two years. Exactly. I, I think there would be a few people that um that would probably be very irritated if it was not actually Yuga from Sevens. So, um, and honestly, I don't know how I'd feel about it. I mean, I, I definitely um, would have to see how, how it's handled, but definitely a, one of the more interesting things to, uh, to keep an eye on now for sure. Um, I want to actually keep the conversation to Yuga here. Um, Mitsuko recognized this character. Mm-hmm. Whether you believe it's Yuga, whether you believe it's not Yuga, doesn't really matter. Mitsuko recognized him, and I think she said, like, oh, could you be him? Or, like, something like that. Um, Elaine, who's a user in my my community, awesome person, she actually had a really good theory and one that I, I'm, I'm pretty on board with at this point. We know that Yuga, or this character, I'm just going to say Yuga. If it's not Yuga, whatever. That, that Yuga gave Udius the dual disc. That Yuga gave Udius the Galaxy archetype. What's the only other character that plays the Galaxy deck? Zuijo. Zuijo. So could could this Yuga character have also given Zuijo the same archetype? Now I should say we're not a hundred percent sure that he got the Galaxy archetype from um from uh from this character. I guess he could have gotten it in packs. But remember, nobody on Earth has heard of this archetype. Right, that was a big thing, that this was a brand new archetype. So is this mm-hmm. an archetype that Yuga potentially created? And for whatever reason, well, we know he gave it to Udius. Did he give it to Zuijo as well? I think it's I think it's decently possible. Um, I really mm-hmm. like that theory. Uh, what what do you guys kind of um think about that? Um, I guess I'll start. I I, yeah. I kind of agree. I think that the the way it was portrayed, like when Udius sees this Yuga character and he gets the dual disc and he gets the deck from him right they say he gets the the cards and the dual disc he doesn't just get the dual disc and he but he thinks the packs are the cards that's the whole like you know the whole joke of it he's like no you're going to ruin my rush dual cards but didn't realize you had to actually cut them open so like i could 100% see him doing the same thing knowing did, did, that they Yuga, were working did, did together did that yuga character i'm sorry to cut you off Kel. did that yuga character give udius the packs I'm like 90% sure. Yeah, you know what? I think you're right. Yeah, sorry to cut you off. And no, you're fine. Yeah, and I think that he probably, it would make sense to give him both and then to also give them the Zuijo because they were fighting together, right? They were on the same side. They were fighting together. So, in the eyes of Yuga, if he knows they have a common enemy and maybe that's his enemy as well, that they're trying to get, you know, that they're trying to beat, they're trying to get past, they're trying to, to. 
you know, to defeat so that he doesn't end their, their galaxies. He's going to, you know, get the teammates together, get the two of them together, give them what he thinks they need to win. Yeah. So it makes perfect sense that he would give them to both. And I don't know maybe how Mitsuko would necessarily know Yuga unless Zuijo had told her about him. That's the only way I could think. Cause like, I don't think she would have been with them unless he was with her when Yuga came by with the cards. I don't know. I feel like he would have only done it in a situation where he was by himself, like how it happened with, um, Udius. Hmm. Yeah. Um, Pete, your, your thoughts on that, um, Mitsuko, I mean, because it's pretty clear, at least to me that Mitsuko recognized this character, right? This wasn't Definitely. just another customer that walked in, right? There was something, there was something special about this, this character. Um, so, I mean, what, what are your thoughts on, on what's going on there? Yeah, I think it's totally possible. I mean, who's to say that this Yuga character is an earthling, right? So it makes a, a connection between that character and our other two aliens in Zuijo and Udius, which combines them with this galaxy deck. Maybe, you know, he foresaw this event of the great, you know, you know, King of Terror or whatever, and this was the only deck that he saw as a way to combat that, much like we just thought Fusions was going to be that, and then the deck has mysteriously disappeared now, probably in the hands of of the, uh, of the King of Terror and, and that team. So, yeah, it's possible. I don't know if we have tons of information to support that right now, but as a theory, sure, I like it. Yeah. Um, Dredge, Nick T, any kind of thoughts on, on that? that? That's a theory that I, I, uh, I really like. I think P and Cal kind of covered most of it. Yeah, I was going to say. They, I was yeah, like, not much else. Like, it really I, I would just be repeating I, I, like, yeah, 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 thoughts yeah. on I, it. I was only saying if you guys had different thoughts on it. Um, no, I'm oh, yeah, if you guys are in agreement, boat. then cool, cool. Yeah. Um, I, I agree. I think that's... Another yeah, thing, agree, agree with us. Another yeah. thing, yeah. another thing about the episode that I actually really enjoyed was um, was London um, and Rovian's relationship that was shown off because I feel that it's definitely in an in inverse of the relationship that Roman and um, Roa had, where Roa was the lead man and Roman was obviously the guitarist. Uh, you also had, you know, Roa's bandmates that felt very um, un disappreciated by Roa, that he was always hogging the limelight. And we see the Kirishimas in this version, and Rovian's the one playing the Christmas festival. She's the one, she's the only one on stage, um, which is kind of what Princess G wanted Roman to become, but Roman, you know, didn't end up taking it. That was like the end of her character arc. Um, and London was the one that felt not disappreciated because there's no band, so it's not like they were in it together, but the one that feels kind of like he doesn't really have his purpose. And I felt like that mm -hmm. was definitely an intentional opposite to what we saw with the Kirishimas and even the Roa Roman band in mm -hmm. Yu-Gi-Oh! Sevens. And I feel like Go Rush has done a really good job of doing little things like that, where if you watched Sevens, you get the extra benefit of like, oh, that's kind of like the opposite of how their relationship was in sevens uh you get that extra benefit but if you didn't watch sevens it doesn't really matter right like you didn't need to watch mm -hmm. sevens to get like oh you know rovian's the star here london's the one that's unappreciated or not unappreciated but like searching for his path um mm -hmm. so I, I that was another thing that i um definitely definitely yeah. enjoyed um dill yeah yeah can you check your link real quick 
Yeah, oh shit. Yeah, Maddie, thank you. And thank you for letting me know, Cal. Maddie, thank you for the $25 donation. Maddie, we love you. It's great to see you. I hope you're all having a great night. Can't believe it's so close to 2023. Hope to see everyone again soon. For sure, my man. Uh, thank you so much. That is a very, very generous donation. I appreciate you, Maddie. Um, and we will definitely see you real, real soon. That's the equivalent of like a $40 super chat. So uh, thank you for using the link and thank you for nice. your kindness, Maddie. And more than just a smiley face. So that's that's yeah. an upgrade. Um, he actually said something. I know that, crazy. That's, that's, that's an upgrade of the message. Uh, Maddie write it, write also it donated, it I think it was $10 last week. So two generous donations, man. Thank you so much. And I hope uh, I hope life is treating you well. Um, but thank you for the uh, the generous donation. Um not not too much else I want to go into. I actually don't mind that the duel was as short as it was. And the yeah. reason I didn't mind the duel being so short was because this is one of those where it's like such an obvious matchup that mm -hmm. it's better for London's character to do what they did where they give us more backstory on him that they yep. couldn't necessarily give through dueling. Because you can give backstory through dueling. We've seen it before. <laughs> We've seen it plenty of times yeah. in Yu-Gi-Oh!, this wasn't one of those cases. So I don't know no. how you guys felt about it, but because this to me was such like a, an easy London's getting mauled in this one. Yeah. I had no issue with, with the, short I think, game. I think the, the purpose of this episode had nothing to do with him actually dueling. It had to duel with when he loses Him being a martyr. He knew, yeah. he, and he knew, he knew he was going to lose. Right. He wasn't going in there thinking he was going to win. Yeah. He was going in there like, well, maybe I could save Neanderthal by winning. But in reality, he wanted to know it was in the box. So that was his end goal. He was like, I don't like, it doesn't matter if he wins. So the duel, like if you shoot, show the full duel of him, maybe three turns. And then he just gets obliterated in the last turn. You don't need that. Get the extra backstory in there. They show up when he's about to lose. They understand what he was doing, why he was doing it. You get the whole backstory in that part. And then he's able to unleash his, like, you know, his secret weapon of having Fisher Sky underneath all of his shirt, like, coming out and ready to go. Yeah. So I, I think it was done. I think it was very well done. Yeah. No, fair. Um, did anyone dislike the, uh, the, the way the duel was handled, or was ever, everyone kind of agree with that? I agree. No, with that. I, I mean we. I, I think agree. we all yeah. knew exactly how the outcome was going to be, especially and, and when like, we learned mm -hmm. it was the luge, right? Because the big mystery was, okay, who's London dueling? As soon as we right. learn, it's okay. It's it's actually the luge. It's like, all right, this is this is you don't need to mm -hmm. show this. Yeah, it, it was going to be over, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I think this. the ve it being the vehicle was more important. Like we needed to know more about him. Yeah. Um. Then we needed to see him like f play a full du duel and lose. Mm -hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. Um. Did any part of Sky Fisher escape, or did they all get get frozen? I think they all got. They all, they all, got, they all got the knife. No, the last one. The last one. Did he? Did he get frozen fully after he his revealed the His tail was frozen. I don't tail, remember. Did he, or did well, he wasn't? It, it's interesting because the tail was frozen. His his head wasn't frozen. He's fine. But he also says like um, like he did say like it worked. It worked. Like not all of us were frozen, but I'm assuming he's the only one that wasn't, and he only got just his tail. I think that's what yeah. he means. Okay. I couldn't remember mm -hmm. if, like, to me, that's, like, implot. Well, I guess who knows. It's weird that part of his body would get frozen. Yeah, the implication I kind of thought, too, was, like, he's starting to freeze, and that was, like, his last breath of freeze. Yeah, that's, but, and that's what I thought, and then over. I was like, but actually, I can't remember him actually getting fully frozen. So yeah, that's he why doesn't. So, yeah. he, I don't, you don't see it, and I don't know if it's implied, but um, I kind of mentally implied that he was frozen right after. 
Yeah, but I, I'm I don't really know. I not think sure. it would. It took too long. It, like, well, no, because had spit it out. Yeah, but breeze, it's but it's, they didn't. It's it's movie or TV show timing where it it's ten seconds. It's like ten minutes, but it's really like ten seconds of time. You know what I mean? I guess yeah. But um, yeah, I. I, I'm assuming they all got my assumption at least was that he got the message out and then froze. But I could be wrong. I, I, that's just yeah, I, I don't assume. know if I agree, to be honest with you. Cause like I think he just got like he said a lot. Like he didn't just say like Well he said he said the plan worked, the plan worked, not all of us were frozen. Uh what was in the box was it was just this manuscript, and they're like a manuscript, and he's like, Yeah, some really boring manuscript, and then they never went back to him after that. True, but I, so, I don't know. I I, yeah. I kind of took it as like if he was actually gonna die, like his dramatic effect moment would have been him trying to spit out the fact that it was a manuscript rather than the fact that oh our elaborate plan worked but didn't. Well, they or I almost feel like didn't. they did that with every single other character that froze, right? Mm. They were like, yeah. oh my god, it's and then... right, yeah. So I, I feel like this was them getting to the next step. Yeah, it's hard to say, but we'll we'll know yeah. as soon as next week kicks off. I would I would imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, cool stuff. Well, I guess we're just, uh, gonna have to wait for, uh, for next week to see, um, mm-hmm. kind of where this, where the story progresses. And another thing is the, the luge continues to seem like he has no idea what's actually going on, which is a fascinating trait for a, a villain who is killed potentially, you know, thousands, if not millions of people, assuming he's frozen multiple, multiple planets worth of people. I mean, after I, the whole Neanderthal um, Manabu scene from last week, he was like, "Oh, who won here?" Because um, he didn't understand like why the the loser of the duel actually got frozen, um, or the winner of the duel, excuse me, and Neanderthal actually got frozen. I, I mean, I don't know if you guys got that vibe as well, but I I still feel like he doesn't actually have any gravity of of what he's doing. Uh, uh, I'm on the, so I think you kind of said two things there, and I think that's where I take not take issue, but like I agree with the second half a little bit. But he, he definitely knows, you like he definitely has an idea, knows what's going on, but he's definitely very aloof about it and is not aware of the gravity of it, or not not aware, but doesn't care of the gravity of it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I I I mean, like I don't think that he's right, like but I, dumb I or know. not knowing, but I think he's like he just is so aloof to the point where it's like an insult. Yeah. Right. Where it's like, oh, haha, it's just a game, yeah. and it's like, oh, who's so you think, the winner? You think, you think he's playing dumb to be intentionally no. malicious? No, not playing dumb at all. I think he just doesn't care. Like he's so indifferent. Like this is a, just a game to him. It's almost like a childlike wonderment. But that thing that he's wondering about is killing entire planets. And and I, do you think he understands that he's killing entire planets? Yes, but I think the moral compass doesn't make it seem like it's a bad thing. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. He just seems aloof is a very good way to describe it. And um, yeah, I don't know. Um, Pete, you love your, your villains. I mean, uh, what, what, how, what are your thoughts on, on the luge so far? Obviously, we have a little bit of bias because we know it's like the Luke variant. We have a lot of, you know, memories with Luke from Sevens. But, but what are your thoughts on him? I don't even regard him as a villain. And maybe that's maybe that is some of the variant stuff in my head that I, you know, unfortunately is a side effect of of doing the sequelish show this way. The, the next show would bridge this way. Um, 
I do kind of get that vibe that he is a little lost. I mean, we know he's very new to rush tools, right? So even in this one, when he used the burn as the trap card, like he almost seemed like he almost forgot that he could use that before London was about to like right. go about his turn again. So th there are, I agree with you in that way, there are like these little breadcrumbs where I'm like, do you understand the gravity of what's going on here? I, I really think what he says of like, oh, you look at this and feel better. I kind of think he's being dead serious. And like he doesn't exactly. realize what it's doing. And I would not, and I would hate this, so I will he, say that, but I will not be surprised if they go, it really is the, the manuscript thing, and it's him thinking that it would be such a great manuscript that he wanted to share it with the universe and and all that stuff, and it's so bad that it's freezing these. But like I would not oh. be surprised if it is something. I'm telling you, and I hope I'm dead wrong. But I will Hope not be surprised like, if it's something like that because that fits that Luke-like structure. It just does. I was like half with like I was like, oh, I don't know if it'd be so bad if he just wanted to show his like. No, and then when you said really it was so bad. bad that it froze everybody, yeah. no, that's where I'm like, no. Nah, because... Yeah, it, it would be yeah. it, it would be like a poor attempt at them like trying to do like this over like arcing joke and like it yeah. just wouldn't be good. I mean, I'm you know like I didn't say a lot in the beginning, but like. I'm kind of like, if I take it at face value, which is all we have right now, and I don't think it is face value. I think there's more to it. Yeah. But yeah. if it is face value, that's a massive disappointment. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, yeah. the the whole box thing, I don't think it's just like a, eh, I think it's a massive letdown. Like, you've you've built this yep. entire thing up for the arc, and it's just a dud. It's it's yep. it's it's a flat, horrible joke. Like, It'd it's be bad. terrible. So, like... That's why maybe it's that optimistic side of me going, ah, it's not face value. There's definitely more to this. But there's that part of my brain where I'm like, ah, this feels like a bridge thing. It feels like they would do this. So yeah. I'm very – I mean, I've never felt like he's – I love the character design. I love all that stuff. But, like, I've never felt like he's a villain because Studio Bridge has never shown me a villain up until this point. Until I see it, I won't believe it. Yeah, I mean, we we have gotten good death scenes. Um, you know, I I still think the Anastar's death scene was was very very well done last week. But you know, if this is just an uninteresting manuscript, um, I think that would be a very a very disappointing. Be very lame. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Which, which by the way, I I just can't see that. I I think there's got to be way more to it, even if it's just the Luke Man manga from the Sevens universe that somehow got twisted into this world and has some sort of chemical effect. I mean, which I don't know how they would explain that, but like, there's got to be knows? some some depth to it, and um, you know, we'll see. I mean, yeah, the the studio hasn't necessarily proven that they can write villains. I think that's been the the weakest yeah. part of their Yu-Gi-Oh shows. I mean, we only have one to look at with Sevens, um, but Sevens, their main villain was Otis. Goha Yuna was great. Not Goha Yuna. I apologize. Goha Yuga was great. He was great for probably about. About a month, three, two months. It did about three episodes. Yeah, like a, a month. I mean, and then he was defeated, yeah. and then he was flying around space for like six episodes, and then he crashed, and then Otis revealed himself, and we didn't, <laughs> you know, that that was that. I mean, that was that was it, it was for very sevens. weird. Um, because yeah. you look at those arc villains in the early going. Roa, well, he wasn't a villain. Asana, well, she wasn't a villain. Nail, he was cool <laughs> and villain like for about four episodes. He had his debut yep, duel, and he was defeated. So that's mm -hmm. the one thing that the studio, well, I think the studio has done a lot of things correct. 
Um, mm-hmm. The girl treatment being just <laughs> having a more concise show that doesn't drop nearly as many plot points as we've seen yeah. with some of the yeah. later Gallup spinoffs. Um, they struggle with their villains. They, they just always they always have. Um, yeah. I shouldn't say always have, but in the past it, shows. It's like just... a it's like Gallup. I, I saw um, intimate writing about this on Twitter, and I totally agree with it. Like Bridge, excellent female characters. Great tying story points together i would add to that excellent like they really do not drop anything gallop way better at tone in my opinion and definitely knows how to craft threats and villain and stakes way more now i'm not saying go the brains route of every single duel is a freaking life or death death. but like some of the earlier shows right where like you have some fun duels but then like you knew when the heat was turned up and like with this sh- with this studio and these two shows so far, the show and a half at this point, that part's greatly missing. And to me, mm-hmm. when you do, you know, this structure of villain, hero, or good guys, bad guys, or something like that, mm-hmm. you have to have one to have the other. And when you have no threat mm-hmm. all the time, it just you don't get any amazing hero moments then yeah like there's nothing that they didn't overcome anything because everybody was friends in the end like i just i just don't like that and i'm really afraid of where this are i'd like to think these are and maybe it's me being optimistic these are like the growing pains that come with being the new studio inheriting a very like a lifelong not lifelong but like a 20-year property that's like beloved for sure there's a whole yeah. generation of people that have watched this, and like their children are going to be watching. Well, right. and, it's like, and, oh, how and, do we handle this? And right. they have to learn how to handle that. And it's very important to note that the higher ups also said, um, "Hey, we want to we want to aim for a bit of a younger demographic." I mean, that's yep. right. that's true. Right. And y- you know, if you're aiming for if you're aiming for fourteen, fifteen, sixteen year olds, your your evil threat is going to act a lot differently than if you're writing for primarily eleven, twelve, right. thirteen year olds. And totally get that. And I see some people in the chat, and as cool as it would be to have a Merrick-like villain, you don't need to have – I'm not saying you <laughs> oh, need an God. absolute psychopath. What I'm saying is if you want to fit the tone, right, if you want to fit the tone of this show where it's more of a younger demographic, that's fine. But then make the villain just be kind of a prick, right? Like he's – it's 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 not like he's destroying the world, but like – that villain is always a thorn in the side of the heroes, right? Yep. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they 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 never become friends at the end of it. Even if it's like a like childlike bully thing, where it's not really that big of a deal to to like these world-ending stakes, but just to our characters, that can be a good villain, can be a yep. good antagonist. I'm, it mm-hmm. doesn't have to be the person that's the antagonist. Doesn't have to be out of yep. their mind and super powerful. True. It just needs to be someone that doesn't buddy up with them by the end of an arc. This, like, I, I need someone to consistently be like, oh, wow, he sucks. Like, he's always in our way or she's always I, in our way. That's all I'm asking for. I feel like we got close with that with um, Yuo. And then, like, they're like, mm, but then, no. But, like, no. we, he could have. He had so much potential yep. to be that because like, yeah. he was – he was a, like a little jerk. Yeah. Like, and he could have been like that thorn in your side the well, whole time. I, I, I yeah. would argue, Nick T, don't even look at Sevens. Look at this show. What about Zuijo? 
Zuijo after the duel in episode 13, he would have been perfect for that role. And I'm not saying that Zuijo has necessarily joined their side or anything because he, he hasn't no, but he's yet. He's been out of the spotlight too long. He's been out of the spotlight for a while. It's starting he's to feel a little bread. Roa ish. I mean, like, what are we yeah. doing? Yeah, he's, <laughs> making he's making biscuits. He's making biscuits. Yeah. He's making some <laughs> but... mediocre bagels. Yeah. Pete, Pete, I have a because I know you're you're our resident, you're, you're a resident villains guy, you know. So I want to. I, 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 this... I think I fall into that category. Too. I'm a big villain guy. So. All right, we, so we, Pete's we our resident villains guy, and Dredge is right there Thanos, with him. Yeah. Um, I, I think Thanos is right. For being honest. <laughs> Thanos was right. Uh, I'll get to my point eventually. What I was no. saying was, so just in theory, we're gonna we're gonna theorize a little bit here. So. Like we're kind of saying, Velug, whether or not, whether he is or he isn't clueless, seems kind of clueless about the effect of what he's actually doing with this box, right? He's like, oh, you'll feel better, boom, you're gone. And he almost has this like childlike attitude of like he doesn't really know what he's doing. What if it's just like he's Nail's puppet or the Nail Variant's puppet the whole time? Maybe. Uh, and I eventually was just say the same thing. They, they click it out of his head and it's like oh well the providence had this whole big thing planned which is actually life and world threatening then it's like wow they snuffed him under our nose for weeks and weeks and weeks as like the butler to the lug but it was really like i'm laying low here and i'm just doing what he says up there but in reality i'm the boss a homie looks like cyclops from x-men that's just bad news I mean, right there I'll tell you right looks, now but he has not the good look. dude like he has the villain yeah look, oh 100 really I, I, I you took the the thought right out of my head cal because like if i was writing this which i would be fortunate enough if i could but if i was writing yeah. this yeah that's exactly how i'd write it because i think you that's have, you, you such save a build up way. with the loop yep. character that you're like oh like this guy's mm -hmm. gonna be badass. And it's like, yeah, he could still be a good duelist, but the yep. Providence could be the brains of using yep. his power for his own motives. Mm -hmm. And I, I think, and I think in that case, we could still be having this discussion for weeks about, ah, uh, you know, they haven't really written this villain, written this villain, and then that reveals like, oh wow, they really did write that villain. He was just sitting there the whole time in silence, waiting to strike. But then you have to execute now. You got to let him be there for more than three episodes or four episodes and, or whatever it is. And can I can I add on to that caliber? Because I, I do love that theory. Um, and I would say that we saw something very similar to that, just executed not really great at the very end of the day in Yu-Gi-Oh! 7s. Who is the character that set Yuga and everyone on their journey? Who is the character that... Did the whole Monster Reborn stuff with Goha Yuga. Well, I mean, Otis yeah. manipulated yeah. everything. And so I think we've seen the concept before. It just mm -hmm. wasn't really executed in a in a Like I said, then you have to way. execute Correct. It. Yeah, well, it all comes also, down to execution, yeah. Also, I didn't want to disrupt the discussion because we were going back and forth, back and forth. But check your link when you get the chance, though. Okay. Oh, jeez. Um... Oh, Angie, thank you so much for the $25 donation. Thank you, Angie. I appreciate it. Luge. They can't freeze my account for bad fanfic if I freeze them first. LOL. I think that's the that's the policy on um and I was gonna say DeviantArt, but that's not a that's not a fan. You're gonna say archive of our own. Archive of our own, there you go. Archive of our own. Angie, thank you so much for the uh, very, very generous donation. I hope you're enjoying the <laughs> podcast and I uh that's, I greatly appreciate really you as always. Thank you, Angie. Mm -hmm. That is actually a really funny comment. Good. Um we also I think that's the idea, like we hope that the... Oh god. We got the London poll in, by the way. 46% said they like London, 46% said they didn't like London, 6% are in the middle on him. So, 
as I said kind of in my opening monologue, I think the sign that a decently... I think one of the signs that a character is really solidly written is if your your fandom is very split on them. Literally, I think that's the first time we've ever seen like a 50-50 split in a poll. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Chat, wow. chat completely Oh, it's the first time for everything. On London. That's right. That's right. A um, lot, of, lot of really good uh, villain talk. We got a poll running right now. If you've been satisfied or dissatisfied with the villains. Never satisfied. Sevens and Go Rush. So make sure you vote on that. Um, we, we're going to read some of your uh, donations if you guys are, are ready for that. Oh, God. Let's I'm gonna, do it. I'm going to start with the link donations. Brian, thank you for mm-hmm. the $5 donation. Good episode. Thought the backstory was a little underwhelming, but it was serviceable. Interesting that both Kirishimas just happened to come to contact with beings with knowledge about the Lug. Wonder if the Kirishimas have, like, alien magnetism. LOL. Thank you so much, Brian, for the um, donation. Appreciate you, Brian Ford. That's a really great point. We haven't really discussed that, but um, right, Rovian. And by the way, they were they learned about the Luge before Earthlings did through aliens, which is also cool. Rovian learned through the hat, and London learned through Neanderstar through the cat. So I think that's um that's pretty funny that the Kirishima. Um, do we have any confirmation if they're cousins, brother, sister? We we don't know. They, they said cousins. Co- uh, cousins. Oh, they, they did. Yeah. They, they, they confirmed they confirm that. Okay. All right. Thanks. Um. <laughs> So the Kirishima cousins knew before, you know, the rest of the earth did. Lorena, thank you for the $2 donation. The manuscript is so uninteresting. It freezes entire planets by itself. It's just that boring and no intelligent person can stand its aura. But I'm still wondering, can a manuscript be truly uninteresting if it's freezing people? Well, we hope, Lorena, that that's not what that's they're That's literally Pete say. said as a story. Yeah, yeah as their explanation, because the that would be very, yep. uh, oh, God. Well, I, I'm telling you. I hope I'm wrong. No, I. you guys forget that. When we played Buy, Seller, Hold before the Luge debuted, I fully bought into him being a comedic character. I did yep. not think he was going to be serious. And I, I'd argue that he has not been a comedic character as of yet. But, yep. but he's kind of been, he's been what aloof. you said. He's, he's been kind of been clueless. He's goofy. A little bit. Yeah. He goofy for that. Yeah, he's, he's very goofy. He's goofy. Um, Brian Ford, thank you for the $5 donation. I'm really conflicted on the box reveal. On one hand, it's really underwhelming, but on the other hand, the idea of a manga manuscript being so boring that it will freeze people to death is ridiculous and hilarious that I kind of love it. If that's the route they go, I mean, it, it would be... I wouldn't be happy with it. Yeah, it would be so ridiculous that I... I, <laughs> I don't really you know what... Easily, like... You could have still made it a manuscript, but the manuscript literally just reads... It's, it's the prophecy, because we have that theme in the show. It's the prophecy of the end of all worlds. This is, like, yep, my exact literally thought. Literally could have just, well, and that, that thought be. is so horrifying that, that, you that freeze. freezes people Yeah, over. and, and, and exactly. that's, I've, I've been theorizing that for weeks. No, I'm, I'm you've been con- saying yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not convinced that that's not what it is. Um, I don't know, man. I, I, I would love that. It would be cool I think there's I think there's more to it. I think there's definitely more to it. Them trying I mean, to read Mr. Universe to figure out what's going on. There, there's a yeah. puzzle here that they're going to need to put together as to what's actually in the box. Um, what's in the box? And by the way, someone's got to be able to what's look in, in that box? box and prevent it from freezing people. So, I don't know. Um, yeah. What if like, we opened it downward and the manuscript just like falls out? Mm. By the way, opinion on London. Oh. I, I read that data wrong. 46% was positive. 46% was meh. Only 6% was negative. So, most people wow. were were positive on London. Uh, the shift was, has gone up. The shift yeah. has gone yeah. up. 
Um, you hope. <laughs> Brian, thank you for the uh, donation. Pink Penguin, thank you for the $2 donation. Hope you're well. I finally caught up on Go Rush last night. Pink Penguin, love to have you back on these podcasts. Thank you so much. Welcome back. It's been so good. The luge has been interesting. The Neanderthal Manabu, while parts of it were spoiled for me, was amazing. And London's arc has been interesting. Box reveal was a bit lame, though. Yeah, I think everyone's kind of either let's wait and see what happens or, man, that sucks when it comes to the box reveal. Mm -hmm. Um I just hope it's not face value. I don't think it is face value. You better so. hope. No, I, I don't think it can be. Yeah, I don't think it can be. I don't think it'd it be can pretty be. crazy for it face value. That's I exactly. agree. Well, Pink, we love having you here. I'm happy to hear you caught up. Limestone, thank you for the three dollar donation. I gotta say, I like Rovian being out of commission, so Gohayuna can be her own character. Really good point. Uh, we didn't really talk about Gohayuna at all. <laughs> Nick T, you want to talk about her a little bit? I actually, yeah, because I mean, I think I've been pretty harsh on her. Yes, uh, maybe rightfully been. so, but. I thought she was badass this episode. Okay, there we she go. was. I thought she like, dude, she took matters like she went face to face with Asaka, and not in an annoying way. She's like, "You will help me." And when they they met in the middle, and then she got her hands dirty, and I thought that was sick. I was like, "All right, we love a working woman." Like, let's and go. Even, and even and even Asaka like realized that and, and was she's like, "Serious, bro." She was like, "I can't believe you're actually like working yourself to death right now." Like, I wonder what he would think about you doing this. Right, like this mm -hmm. is yeah. Well, and you, I you it was could sick. tell that Asaka was a little impressed by her because 100%. she followed her to the lab and was giving her advice as she was working. Um, yeah. So I think Goayuna earned a little bit of respect in Asaka's eyes, which was which was really cool. Um, but that mm -hmm. was a that was a nice nice scene between the two of them for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, but. Limestone, great call there. Uh, thank you. Uh, Pink Penguin, thank you for the $2 donation. I think the best of both worlds would be getting a Duel Monsters and Vrain-style villain, stakes with Bridges' abilities to write girl characters and tie stories together. I get that the show is for kids, but I was watching Mara kill people as a nine-year-old. Well, that's... <laughs> I'm saying. I Can mean, I... That, that's like what I was yeah, saying. But the, like... but the tone of that show is a lot different. It was different. very different. Yeah, and I feel like I feel like times were just a little different back then as well. You know, <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> to say the least. To yeah, say the least. Well. you don't think people could get sent to the shadow realm nowadays? Well, the shadow realm wasn't even to the shadow realm. Sure. Yeah. But I don't know. Well, that's that's where that's your middle ground. You just throw them in the shadow realm instead. Uh, Unless that's what the I ice like realm now, is right days, now. People thought smoking cigarettes was was good for you. Okay, then no, uh, no, wait, no, no. Hold on. that that homie that well, that's been I mean, bad for 50 I mean, we years, advertised so different things over the decades. No. <laughs> Advertising is the ball. <laughs> Can I say uh, one point? Yeah, yes. <laughs> now, this might be nothing, but did anyone think it was interesting that Goha Yuna specifically said Goha Company LLC? I thought that was a little weird. I didn't, even, like, Goha Corporation I didn't even catch yet. it. Right, just because like we called it that the whole time. Matsuba is a corporation, but LLC usually, sometimes it's like, a conglomerate, like a the limited liability with, corp, yeah, yeah. LLC, like other companies. So, like, do you think there's like a company they directly like? Is that referencing that they have a partnership with Matsuba, or like, is there another company that they could be? Tied you think to? it could be like a split off of Goha Corporation? I don't know. I just thought it was a really interesting thing to just randomly drop. They haven't said it a single time in the show. They didn't say it all last show. I was like, hmm. Okay, I, I, I said it might be nothing, but I was like, that was that was interesting. I, I feel like, nothing, and maybe I would say I'm kind of in agreement with Nick T saying it's probably nothing, probably only not because it. I feel like it's her just trying to say, yeah. like, her title and how important she is. So right. she uses the full name. She's like, 
I am the president of Goha Company LLC. Try to up the and you're going to listen bit. to me. Yeah. And she's yeah, like, I, think I agree with Nick. And she's like, I'm president and CEO of Matsuba Town and Matsuba yeah, Machinery. Just... Like, what do you want? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I just I just wanted to say it. I no, that's like, a fair No, thought. no, it's fair. I think it, it was <laughs> like, an interesting not to get, Yeah, Pete, not to get into technicalities. I think like even like a small company could be an LLC if I'm not oh, yeah. mistaken. Solo pro, a, a solo, yeah, a solo proprietor could be Typically, yeah, typically that's a yeah. larger company. So like, but I, I think she was just trying to flex a little bit on like... Yeah, she was just trying to... It didn't work, it didn't work at all, though. No, give her a more prestigious title as her president of the, you know, Go on Company LLC. I'm dead. But Pete, if it does become a bigger deal... I will make note that you're the one who brought it. I will have yeah, of course. You for sure. Also, Hats off to, Pete. To, to kind of piggyback on Pete's point, which is an interesting one, another thing you get if you watch Sevens is the rivalry between Goha and Matsuba, which all yep. happened really in the past in Yu-Gi-Oh! Sevens. We get to see it a little bit in the present in this episode. Now, granted, yeah. the rivalry is not nearly as bitter as it was in Sevens, um, and it seems like it's more of a two companies existing in unison and not doing mm -hmm. things for each other rather than one company trying to completely destroy the other company. But um, yep. I thought that was interesting when they were arguing. It reminded me a little bit of some debates that I, I kind of wish we saw in Yu-Gi-Oh! Sevens uh, between Agreed. those two mega corporations. So that was cool. Brian also adds on. Thank you for the $2 donation, Brian. I don't even need a big Marrick kind of villain. I would love Bridge to do a Pegasus-like villain. Dredger knows a lot about Pegasus recently, who's threatening and sinister, <laughs> but yeah. still has a comedic yeah. and playful side. Hey, Pegasus is top five Yu-Gi-Oh! villain of all time, still to this day, in my top opinion. Five, yeah, 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 I'd say so. Yu-Gi-Oh! boy. Yu-Gi-Oh! I, I actually think it's crazy that there is no Yu-Gi-Oh! show besides... That I would put ahead of the original for best villains. Um, oh, best villains. Not, that's not, not even. Takahashi just wrote insanely. His original villains insanely were insanely good villains. Even even like even if this is gonna this is gonna sound really like a stretch, but are you a God, like, are you a Godwin stand? Because I'm a Godwin stand. Godwin stand. I love. Oh, oh, don't worry. Five B's rival. Five B's villains rival. Um, DM for sure. But no, I even like even if you go with like the, the first villain you really meet, you know, you know, well, guy was Kaiba, right? Kaiba was a villain. The, the rival villain in that first episode was intense, and yeah. then even like your your annoying characters like Weevil uh, and Rex Raptor were like just well written for what they were supposed to do, and it was just even though they were like true villains, and then it's a it's a Marrick. Yeah, you that's, get that's to, all I'm looking for. Yeah, that's no, all we're all we're looking for. Th yeah. This show could have a Weevil, you know, someone who's oh, not that'd like be this good. Weevil. But just like an absolute a hole. Well, we had yeah. Hunt. Like, we had a Weevil. We had oh, Hunt. Oh, back sevens. to Hunt. Here we go. Hunt is oh, way man. worse than Weevil. Way you're, worse. You're, you're out of your door. What did he say? What did he say? He just said that. Dill, did you actually just say that? He was way, he was no way. much more of an asshole than Weevil was. What did he say? Dylan. Dylan, Weevil stole cards. Weevil put he his little word in the ocean. He destroyed Exodia. Yeah, Dill. He did throw Exodia into the ocean. Dill's capping. Where's X with the copium? X Slayer with the copium, capping. please. I, You're copium. No, I, I'm copium. I, it's, you, been yeah. a, it's been a while since we've watched. Um, Re let's let's rewatch it together. Watch and you what, tell though? me that he's not worse than Han. Let's do it. Um, no, you George, know it we'll as well as all of us here. I'd be down here. for that. All right, Cal's down for it. Oh, we should like yeah, Friday, down, Friday but... night Yu-Gi-Oh DM. Oh, this sounds. Oh, that'd be cute. I, I Watch like ten if, episodes if a night. Show ever ends, we can keep this channel going by just revisiting old. That sounds like a great idea. So. Weevil also had to be three times as as evil as Hunt, 
because he had three times the amount of episodes. So that's also an important context. Okay, so what? I'm, I'm also judging it based needless. off of that. Scale. Literally needless. Uh, no, dude, it's an inverse it. relationship. Uh, uh, I, I agree with the, Nick T. It is an no, inverse no, relationship. No, yeah, no, if no, you no, have no. less episodes, you need those that shorter amount of time to be, prove yourself more evil. Oh, evil was man. more annoying consistently for those all those episodes. Yeah. That's... <laughs> You're wrong, bro. Inverse relationship. You're four against one. Where you, you got nothing here. We, we know we know why you have. We know you hate Hunt. I get we it. Talked about why. There's a lot of comparisons to you. We get it. It's okay. <laughs> you get it. Just like Calibro has a lot of comparisons to Goha Yuna, where he never. Wait, what? What did he say? So there you go. I was thinking. I was thinking. Oh, and nine Shingo because right. of Chad. Right. He is Chad. <laughs> he is Chad. You know what, Pete? No worries. I'm not even mad about that comparison. <laughs> I was gonna say, get mad <laughs> because I was expecting the tennis guy. And, and oh, like, oh man! Well, we couldn't bring up the tennis Calibre's, guy. What happened? Caliber is good. I'm happy him? you brought up GX. No, I'm kidding. Oh, Calibre's, here, we, no, 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 no! Come on, we've been so Caliber has been compared to three every people bad now. Character. The tennis every character, bad character, Goa yeah. Yuna, and, and Roa Chad. after Roa pushed Roman into the wall. <laughs> oh shh. That's I forgot. Really I forgot about oh that. Oh my god. Yeah. Dill, you better run. He's coming for you. Dill, you better hide. He's coming hey, for you. That was a bad look for Cal. Dill, Dill, he's coming for you. Hope you know that. Dude, he's coming. That is... You better oh, get angry. Yeah. You have to worry about that. He's coming. He's, he's coming. coming. I know he's yeah. coming. There's no shot. Look at him. He's coming. Dill's nervous. <laughs> he's, oh, running. No, he's, <laughs> he's running. He's running, bro. Oh, Did I get him? Did I get him? He, he definitely thought I was running down the stairs. You baited him. Yeah, you oh, guys. man, you should have took his spot, You dude. baited him. He got so I, nervous. I ran out my room and just sprinted He's on the first set of stairs. I've realized, like, what I mean, the fuck is going on? That's where he should be. Go, go hide. He's probably doing, like, useful things, and this is us. Oh, I've really, yeah, she, I mean, as long as she's not working and, like, on a call or something, I mean, it's yeah, too late now for things. that. But, this is what we're yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. I think. All I right. Think I so baited. continue with some donos. Yeah, we should continue. With some I baited donos. you hard, though. Yeah, you you baited me real hard. <laughs> it's Damn, and there it is. There it is. Yes. Well, yeah, that was coming. Uh, should I leave it? Right. I don't know. All right. Can we? Oh, uh, we'll leave it. So what are we talking All about? Right, we we'll no, 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 I think don't, we were. Donos, I think we were donos. getting on to um donos. me starting the super chats. Unless you oh, want to read the last link right, that right, just right, came. Yeah, you go. You go ahead. You go ahead, tennis guy. Um, <laughs> yes, you can start that. the super chats and chat. We are making our predictions for Yuumu versus the Yeti, so um, be on the lookout for those <laughs> soon. All right. The so first off, up. sorry. <laughs> oh my. God. So first off, we have a member at Slifer Red for thirty-five <laughs> oh, months, oh, and that would be uh, yours truly. Oh, wow. Calibro, um, thank you, man. <laughs> wow. And I said, Yo, Rumi, winky face. One month till three years. Um, Love you with a little heart. Long Thank time. you so much, Cal. I it's appreciate long you. Time. I got you, bro. Thank you, Cal. I'm I'm still gonna come downstairs and smack you in the face later. Oh I didn't even um, say anything. Pete that's said a threat. Come to my T house. Watch what happens. That's too far. <laughs> TNX oh. Rail has been a member at Raw Yellow for 11 months. Thank oh, wow. you, Thomas. Appreciate and you, my man. Thomas said, "I like Goha Yuna more when she's not with Rovian on screen." And mm -hmm. same the other way. What does everyone think? Um and I agree. I'm still not a fan oh, he of said, Oh, he said second. Where is the duel? Well, we didn't really need the duel. We didn't need the duel. Oh, uh, did he mean Nick, that? Where is Nick the? He Nick said, Yagi "Where is duel? the duel?" 
I don't. Does he mean where's the Yagi? Duel? Maybe he does mean where's the Yagi duel. Right, because isn't that just, just the way using it, it to laugh? I I can't tell. I don't know. I, I think, guess it, it could go either way. I feel like he means the Nick Yagi, the Mister Yagi duel, and I I I want oh I want to say I agree if that's the case. True. We do need a Yagi duel. Dill, any thoughts on a Yagi duel? I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> okay. Thank you for the super chat. Um, Drudge, good good job on uh, getting yeah, the pot. Yep. Oh, and Dak too. I guess there was more. That, yeah, I already had, um, already hit him, but you Dak know. with quick with got it. you right there. All right, um, we got eight dollars and eighty eight cents from Crystal Colden. The uh the and... anti Satan donation. Thank you, Crystal. Anti, uh, nice. I guess sure. I mean, it's an angel number. Um, it counts. Yeah. Crystal said, "Are we ever going to know who our mysterious Yuga man is before this year ends?" We know. Still man. saying it's Yuga, and if so, I'm up to I'm updating his pony form. As in before 2022, no. Before 2022 implies that we will get him before the arc ends, which right, is a, and that's a no. small possibility, but I, I lean more towards no. Yeah. I'm very confident we will get him before the season ends, but let me do mm-hmm. a quick calculation. I'll let you know when the season is projected to end. They usually also do take a week off the first week of January, so I'm going to assume that they're doing that again. So, Crystal, thank you so much. I'll let you know when we should know by. Okay. We have $2 from ImageBreaker96, and they said, Yuga Man to save Yumu from an icy fate. Mm. Maybe. Which would mean that Yuga Man's coming next episode. No shot. I mean, I'd be, I would be ecstatic. April no April shot. 1st is when that is uh, the season. And is he ended? Really? Yeah. Wow. Holy. April Fool's Day. Ha <laughs> 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 It's um, not Yuga. No. <laughs> I would. I, I might drop the show. For at least I, um, a week or two. If they I did would, it on April Fool's I do have Day. to say about that. I do have to say about that. Um, that would imply that Yuga Man is like keenly aware of his like variant relationship to the twins, and we don't know if he is or isn't yet. Mm-hmm. He recognized the Luja's name though, which is interesting. That is, yeah, yeah. Because he stopped working and flinched when as soon as Goa said it. Yeah. And that's what motivated him to get to the lab and create the fusion card. But that may have more to do with (coughs) his time and space. But we don't know. Yeah, There's so much we don't know. Yeah, there's a few ways they can definitely explain it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, We got $5 from Ice Aiden. Speaking of ice, Ice, thank you, Ice. Ice. Glad I made it. It was a good episode. Hope all you feel and get better soon. Thank you, Ice. Thank you, Ice. Appreciate it. Um, the, 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 the gentlemen with the superior genes are okay, so it's all right. Wow, I'm I'm not going to comment on that. I'm I'm going to say thank you uh, for That's the a, compliment. Sh- a shot at my immune but system. But I'm not going to comment. hurts. My, by the way, I have bro. easily out of all of us the, the worst, worst immune system. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, Dylan's so I'm very surprised that I I dodged whatever this is. Yeah. Yeah, I got very. Angie's got it right. Superior jeans. Me and Dylan wear the best jeans. Wear them. Come on, guys. Calm down. Well, Pete doesn't wear wear good jeans. Nick T actually wears really good jeans. No cap. Nice, Dredge. I wear jeans all the time. Do you? Poor guy. I'm a big khaki guy. Dylan says Pete does not wear jeans. Pete wears (laughs) jeans to work probably like almost every day. Literally every day. I wear khakis. I'm like Jake from State Farm. Nice. Um. We got five dollars from Crystal Colden. <laughs> Thank Crystal you, said, Crystal. If if December is coming up, that means my birthday, one twelve, comes in about two months. 
Yay. Well, happy yeah. early hey, you... birthday, Crystal. We'll sit in for you yes. if you come by. Happy that early birthday. Yes, happy early that's birthday. It's going to be a good Crystal. week, by the way. That's 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 one day hey, before that's the a second great best birthday I, I that month. I can't think of anything, uh, anything else three days, three days before the third best day of that month. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can't oh, think of anything else in that. In Crystal's that, birthday oh, is first. Are we doing it? Wait. Can you guys? Are we doing anything? That we do. I need to clear my schedule that week or something. What are we doing? I don't do anything for my birthday. Why, is there so Nick T wants to weekend. Nick T, is something going on that week? Um, let me think. Oh, you know no. what? The Last of Us HBO show comes out. Last week. Uh, HBO, HBO. Oh wait, yeah. we did talk. Uh, that was on like Nick T's birthday. Yeah, that's also that's the only thing going on every year. It's, it's MLK uh, Day weekend. Yeah, yeah, that weekend. Of course. I mean, that goes without saying. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I don't get I off of that. I do. You get off of that? I don't. Yeah, that's ridiculous. We uh we got ten dollars and eighty cents Canadian from Pick Rick. Thank you, Pick. Appreciate you, my man. Let's go. And Pick Rick said Neanderstar speed running her backstory, summing it up with her planet was frozen. She turned into a cat and somehow traveled through space to Earth. What else is there to explain? Honestly, yeah. I mean, I can't disprove that. I mean, I I, I can't. I mean, we don't really know how she got from space to Earth, right? She was like teleport, like 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 it she was says, like the Bifrost. She goes, I somehow turned into a cat and ended up on Earth. Like no, no, that was well, like the she wording. changed. She's to not a form. cat. She's an alien, right? She, in an yeah. in a cat form. Nikki, what do you think? She I think is? she like said a, made a comment on that too. What would you say she is, Nikki? What do you mean by that? <laughs> like in, in her actual form, uh -oh. in cat form. Like how would you describe that? In her actual form, yeah, attractive. Oh, she's okay. hot. Oh boy. Well, that wasn't as bad as I thought. He can say that because she's not a cat. <laughs> would, would, would you? I mean, it wouldn't change if she was a cat. Say, he could still say it. I'm trying not to. still say, say it if she's a cat. It'd be would weird. Would you say she's perfect? <laughs> no. No. Because I don't hold people to those kind of standards, you know? Oh, okay. I don't think uh, anyone is truly perfect, oh but yeah, we wow. can get close. Except for, except oh for you, Nick oh, T. God. Oh, my. Um, anyway, we got $10 more <laughs> from Crystal Colden. Thank you, Crystal. Crystal said, my question is what happens if someone with a connection of ice sees the manga? Like, if my crystal, a winter spirit, sees it, does it freeze her or does her ice magic prevent it? Well, I will say if you, I guess one of the, the big benefits of writing your own um, kind of OC and stories is you you get to control that that narrative. How the bridge writers would write it, I think anyone who lives <laughs> in the box gets frozen. I think anyone. Even if so someone you... is from that planet. Because I, I so think, what? yeah. Do you think the Lug would get frozen then? Yeah, he's the only one that I'm not sure about. I I, I genuinely don't know, and that's a very good question. I don't know. I don't know. I, I I mean, what do you guys think? Does he get frozen if he looks at it? Well, someone had to write the manuscript, right? Was it him? I don't know. Probably he's the author. Yeah, I I don't I don't think he gets frozen by looking at it. Yeah, I don't know. That'd be a good way to wrap it up. By the way, um, ran the poll uh, about if you your thoughts on the villains in Seven yeah, Sins Rush. Right. Um, about half of people that voted are, are just very meh. meh on it. About one fourth of people are satisfied, and about a fifth of people are, are dissatisfied. I'm in the uh, the fifth that are dis. Yeah, yeah me too. I'm probably in the meh dissatisfied. I, I, I went in the meh. I I didn't That's vote. Fair. I never vote in my own polls. But why don't um, you vote in your own polls? I I like to see where. Everyone else kind of you're one, but, but you're one vote out of like eighty four. True, but I still like to see where people fit in. But it, you'd still be able to see where people are if you put your one vote in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. 
your uh, reasoning, I, I I know what you're saying. Well, that's but. the same reason I don't vote in the uh, you know Ash the national elections. What? Hello? <laughs> oh no! Why would the, that's where you went with that? Like you had so many other routes you could have went. I know politics. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. no, no, no I, are no, you kidding? No politics. Anyway, I do vote. Yeah, you set yourself up. Nick T and Peter got you. You're done. You're dead. I do vote. Anyway, oh god. We got twenty dollars from Philip Rosewood. Thank you, Philip. And Philip said, "Good, good episode. It gave perspective with London. R.I.P. Manya was actually sad." His backstory with Neanderthal was very nice, and he came in clutch this episode. Next episode, we get to see Yumu versus the regional variant of the Yeti, not Bigfoot. And damn it, just show you go already. Yeah, I, I would definitely say, um, Philip, that they're similar. Um, but we are gonna we are gonna see Yeti, um, basically the same as Bigfoot, and I, I think it's gonna be very interesting to see how. Um, that character matches up with Yuamu, right? We saw the Mokeda Mbembe uh, lose, and this is another one of the kind of flavors of the Team Lug week. I would also argue that Yuamu is a much stronger opponent than Manya. Are they both going to lose Mokeda Mbembe and, um, Mbembe. and the Yeti guy? Oh, Maybe. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see, but... Um, Everything mm -hmm. else, I completely agree with Philip, and I I greatly appreciate you, my man. Thank you so mm -hmm. much for the very generous twenty dollars super chat. Chat in ten minutes. We are going to be making our formal picks for UAMU versus uh, the Yeti. So, um, get ready for Stay that. Stay tuned. We got five dollars from X Slayer. Thank you, X. And X said, "Sir, ready for some branded shenanigans with new tool tomorrow night." Hee hee hee. No, uh, I'm not ready, but I understand that it is my fate, and I don't have any choice but to pretend to be ready. So, um, X-Slayer, I will be seeing you tomorrow night for the uh, duel room. Um, I am not looking forward to getting destroyed by Branded, but um, sometimes we got to step up to the plate, and that's what we're going to do. Yes. Uh, good luck, Dill. Um, we got you. $5 from Jack Knight 21 and Jack, Jack said... Hi, guys. Enjoyed the episode. It was good for the plot. Also, have you guys peeped the song yet? I'm also glad you like the deck list, Dill. Don't name it. Also, London, I now like. So, happy your opinion yeah. on London changed, Jack, and I appreciate the super chat. I don't know. I can't speak for these gentlemen um, to my right, um, but I have not listened to the song yet. Um, I have, been completely I have, off Instagram I have, since I got sick. Oh yeah, that's right. You have you're not even using. I don't it. even have access. I was never even sent the song. So. Oh, What's right. oh the one on oh the one through Instagram? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't got a chance. I was gonna listen to it tonight actually. I haven't got a chance to listen to it. I've I well, I did read the deck list and the deck list is looking good. I think you can definitely win with that, Jack. Um, but I'll. Did we do that on the we did that on the twenty four hour stream, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Jack sent it over during the twenty four hour stream, and I checked it out. Right. Uh, I think I got to it like Sunday night. But I'm I'm also so bad at at social media and Instagram and. Uh, I never even post when like videos are out, which I gotta get a little better at. But um, mm -hmm. Jack, we'll thank you. That, yep, thank you so much for the uh, super chat, man. I appreciate it. Yes, you. thank you, Jack. Thank you, dude. Uh, we got Hell five. Yeah. We got five more dollars from Crystal Colden. Crystal, let's go. And Crystal said, "Yuga is Yu-Gi-Oh! Go Rush's master of masters." Kh confirmed. Now he just needs a Keyblade next. This is a Kingdom Hearts reference. Yes, Kh is Kingdom Hearts. It is. Oh, I don't get I. Yeah, I don't, I don't get that reference. I played that game so long ago now. I've only played I've the never first played two. It, so this is probably I've never a played Cage. three or mm -hmm. yeah. I'm very surprised, Nick T, you haven't played. For some reason I thought you had played. It was I like played the first game. two. 
And, I thought he played uh, all right, of them Pete? and a few of them early spinoffs, but that's it. Yeah, no, it's fair, Nick T. It's fair. Honestly, I feel like Nick T's brand is to play them all. So, I, Nick T, you need to go back and play every yeah, single right. one. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna play everyone. I think there's like seven Yikes. games now. Seven? Just like anything Not you were like, you were gonna do. There's three play, mainline and then like a bunch of spinoffs. Just oh, focus okay. on just Kingdom Hearts from now on. Um, okay, that's my new life goal. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. Um, we got five Australian dollars from Electric Kevin. And Kevin said, it would have been cool if either Yuhi or Yumu looked in the box and told the other what was in the box via the twin connection. Mm. That actually would have been pretty cool. Because, like, like when one's kind of unconscious, the other one can still somewhat communicate. Right. That would have been a a good reuse of that concept. Yep. Yeah. I fully agree. agree. We've seen that, um, that connection before, so... I actually would have liked that. Maybe maybe we'll still get that to some degree when we find out what's actually in the box, assuming that it's something else. But, um, yeah, I, I actually like that a lot. So, um, yeah. Crystal and uh, Kevin, thank you guys for the uh, super chats there. All right, so we have... Oh, my God. We what have is... <laughs> $60 in donations from Philip Rosewood. Holy shit. Philip, thank you so much, dude. Jesus. Ooh, it's like across like four of them. Damn. Yeah, it's four in a row, so I'm just going to read them one at a time. I just Tic-tac-toe. wanted to announce it. Yeah, Philip, like thank you so much, man. Guys, get the uh, hearts in the chat for Philip Rosewood. Right after these, um, we are going to go into our predictions and the episode 36 summary. Thank you um, so much, Philip. There is one more of his as well, like a little further down. Do you want me to just tie that in with it? Um, Or do you want to wait? It's only one extra down. It's only one extra like one more down. Yeah, we'll we'll do we'll do all that. So okay, so then it's seventy. So wow. just make it sure you get ma- Philip. Thank- make it sure you're keeping up with the math. Yeah, <laughs> I am. Philip, thank you so much, dude. That this guy is great. Hopefully, we get some updates about um right. what's been going on with him. All right, so the first one we got. <clears throat> excuse me. Given the tone of Bridge Yu-Gi-Oh being very different compared to Gallop, yeah, and that's one of the few aspects I always love about Gallop. The actual villains, the dark stakes. The tone and the bridge, the bridge you go just doesn't really have it. Yeah, which I agree. Well, yep. clearly based on the poll, only about a quarter of people that voted are satisfied, right? That's one way to read the poll with the yeah. villains of Go Rush and Sevens. So, sure, clearly Philip is not alone in that. A majority of people feel similarly. Um, you know, we'll see. Again, Studio mm-hmm. is only in year three of writing a Yu-Gi-Oh show. Uh, they have the challenge of writing a show targeted for a younger demographic. So we'll see. Maybe we will get those types of villains at some point. But Gallup wrote, mm-hmm. for the most part, very good yep. villains. Gallup also had some some jokers. I mean, some of the GX villains were stinkers. Akaba Leo was a clown. So Ga- Gallup's not immune to that as well. I know a lot of people didn't like Bowman. Um, so Gall- Gallup's missed on some villains. Um, Bowman's but- cut. He's really cut guy. Huge guy. <laughs> huge guy. Um, In more ways huge. than one. Philip, thank you. <laughs> there we go. Couldn't remember what I said. Um, so, Philip then went on to say, I was really hoping that since we finally have kids in Bridges Yu-Gi-Oh, that we would get someone who's like Sora from Arc 5, happy and playful one moment and malicious the next. I want, I want that so much for a kid villain. Yeah, uh, Sora was done very well. I would argue similarly, right? Vector with, with the switch with Vector there and Zexel for a little bit was done. Well, that's a little di- well, no betraying. I mean, it's it's similar, little different. Um, Spoilers. Kind of got that a little bit with like 
Nah, I guess we we never really got that. Well, with Roa, I felt like a little bit, but really just for that first duel. So, right. um, yeah, Sora was done really well, and obviously he had the benefit of having that reveal against Shun, and Shun being the the edgy, badass character that he was. Right, Sora doesn't have as good of a moment there. And that's why Dennis, literally, the Arc 5 writers were like, well, it worked so well for Sora, let's do it with Dennis as well against Shun. You you also need that serious, like, badass character to look through that disguise, and that's something as well that you don't necessarily, I feel like we haven't really seen in Sevens thus far. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, but, cool. I mean, seeing a goofy Sora-like character... Um, would mm-hmm. be awesome. I mean, I I totally agree. Sora was Sora was really well done, Philip in uh, in arc five, definitely. Okay, and we have the next one, which is <coughs> sorry, I've watched I've watched a lot of movies, anime, cartoons, and how many times in stories have we seen the background person who you think isn't a villain be the villain? I mean, come on now, that the Providence is our last hope. Uh, Cal, you want to touch on that a bit? I mean, that's basically I mean, what you kind of said earlier. I, yeah, I, I love that yeah. theory, Philip. I really do. I, I do like the theory a lot. I think it's, um, I think it's a good one. And I also think that it, like it works because yeah. you have, since you have this clueless character in the way that, um, the Lug can seem at times where like, he's like, it'll make you feel better. And he doesn't really give you like a sinister, like laugh or like a look at like haha like it'll make you feel better but like you know he's kidding yeah kind of thing it's almost like that obliviousness that he has yeah it makes it seem like there is that chance that the providence is actually this really messed up guy who's just letting someone else be the face while he's doing everything like behind the curtain so i i like that idea i think yeah yeah i agree i totally agree with that um Philip continued and said, tomorrow will be two months since I started working hey, the phones at uh, Fifth Third Bank. I'm getting used to the schedule, and I'm also taking my temp test again on December 9th. I failed last time, but I almost passed. That is – that you got it this time, man, and that's actually really Absolutely. cool. I think some of the guys can, can attest to that as well. It's really cool they're letting you take it so quickly after the first yeah. time mm-hmm. because there's some oh, tests, yeah. especially like in – I know in the accounting field, Caliber can speak more to it. That like if you fail, you gotta wait like mm-hmm. three to six months before you can take it again. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, that when sucks. I had a s- yeah. selling insurance, if I had I not passed, I would have had to wait a little bit. Yep, like, insurance, there, yeah, insurance, which I'm also in, not in the selling. I think counseling. Uh, yeah, I think if I pa- uh, failed my like uh, counseling exam as well, I would have had to retake that. My my board exam, uh, if you fail, you you get to wait. I think it's like two or three, 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 three months. So, but it's only available four times a year. Yep. Um, actually, That's, to take. Right, so you just get to the um, next sign up. Yeah. So you have yep. to wait. But if you fail it three times in one year, you have to retake courses for it. Wow. Yeah. Which yeah, I guess that makes sense. I mean, yeah, I mean, tough exam, it's, especially though. in what I do. Yeah, yeah, tough. You got to. Yeah, well, the yeah, the accounting thing. exams were like that. There was two months in a testing period, but you can yeah. only take each version of the test once in that period. Then there was a month break where there were no tests. And then it was two months, a break, two months, a break. So basically you could take each test once a quarter if you failed it. Yeah. But in the CFA, which is the finance exam, there are certain parts of that where it's literally available only once a year and you have to take them in order. So say you pass the first one, which is available three times a year. 
but you fail the second one, which is only available in June, you have to wait till next June to take the Oof. second one again. Yeah, that's Which means everything you just studied for, you have to study for now for another year. year and keep in your brain. Yeah. Or just forget it and then restudy again like two months. Yeah, before. but like you know how hard it is to restudy something you already studied oh, and yeah, actually re-retain that information? Oh, yeah. Yep. So on one but, hand, Philip, um, you know, sucks that you didn't pass, but you were close. Yeah. You'll get it this time, man. Full, Absolutely. full send. Go for you it. Got, you got it. Go you absolutely it. got it. You got, got this. You, man. Happy and to then, you've been yeah, there two months. Uh, well, Phillip's awesome. last message was, I'd say Zexel villains were insane when you compare them to the Gallup villains. I mean, Vector, Trom, the Barbarians, or Barians. Barians. I mean, come on. How are we not talking about this? Zexel is my favorite Yu-Gi-Oh ever, hands down. No cap yeah. i've heard, it, I've heard it's good but haven't yeah. watched zexel is, zexel's top three for me i won't say where it is top three because i i have not ever hey. given away my official hey. right hey. no no i haven't, I haven't given that's away the my... last video that's the last video he'll ever post on you you know that could be a 100k video. video i i could see that being a 100k video or maybe why a... yukio everything failed oh my god oh my god <laughs> Yeah, oh, geez, um, he causes a war. Um, yeah, I just, I just feel like that video would. Oh, it's all right. I think I can frame it in a way where it would be all right. But um, to Philip's point, Zexel also had super good villains. I totally agree. Although I would say Don Thousand was was okay for being the final villain. Um, but yeah, Zexel, Zexel, in my opinion, had the best villains outside of Duel Monsters from a quantity and quality standpoint. Um, Zexel had the best villains, 100%. Um, yeah, all right. I think we're ready. Um, and Philip, thank you for the string of really generous super chats. I appreciate it, my man. I think we're ready to talk about the uh, the Dil, summary for this episode. Dil, can yeah. I just mention one thing yes. while we're here? Yes. Um, Nick Horton just gifted a membership. Oh, oh. who got the gifted membership? Um, Colin Cleves was gifted the Colin membership. Colin C. Oh, Col wow. This guy. Colin Cleves. This guy. Nicholas this Horton, guy. thank you. For, well, you didn't say the full name. Nicholas Horton at Justice for Rebecca Edgerunners. Nicholas Horton oh, yes, of course. at oh, Justice God. for Rebecca oh, Edgerunners. Thank you so aye, much, my aye, friend, aye. for the uh, the aye, gifted aye. <laughs> the gifted membership. I always forget you can gift channel memberships on YouTube. Yep. They, they rolled that out very under the radar. But, Nicholas, I appreciate that. Thank you so much, Colin. You have access to using some really cool emotes as well as some other perks including the discord which you're already in but um nicholas appreciate you my man let's uh let's get into it cal do you want to read the summary i could sure. even reading the donos i could read it. all right nick t yeah, read the summary you can nick t read this it. is episode yeah. 36 did you like, a little bit of a stream it? delay a little just bit of did yeah oh. i see it yeah. i don't I see that. it uh you know what let me a little bit of a stream delay up. There we go. Okay. okay. He is not caught. All right, episode 36. He also could have sent it in Discord. Sorry. sorry. True. You're good. Uh, uh, Yuga and company had won the team battle against Roa. Ro <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I wanted to see him. Come on, man. All right, there we go. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> I'm surprised. Got him. I'm surprised. Aye, that, aye, aye. I, I'm surprised you got it as quickly as you did. <laughs> I was like, wait, it's like Roa Roman, bro. What's going on here? What's going on here? All right, there's. There, that you're good. goofy for that, Bill. I'm, I'm, be, I'm being funny. I got no, that he, silly you're, goose in you're me. He's funny for that. He got that silly goose in him. Got that silly goose in him. <laughs> he, don't, he don't got that dog in him, I'll tell you that. God. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, Nick. All right, episode 36. 
feelings I want to convey. Yay. London and others have risked their lives to uncover the truth behind the great king. It's about his terrifying power, which he, not even he is aware of. Interesting. As part of the plan to seal away the great king's power, Yuumu takes part in the friendship rush duel tournament. However, her opponent, the star yeti, Yukio, seems to have another plan in mind. I just realized this guy's name is Yukio. Yeah, right. Did you just notice that? Yuumu versus Yukio. I guess I never said his name out loud. I mean, that's a reference, right? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> can I? That's a YouTube short right there. <coughs> I, I guess you, you can make one. I guess you could say that. His name sounds an awfully lot like Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> that fits up your alley for a YouTube short. Yeah, you know what? Run it. <clears throat> Run it. <laughs> Run it back. Um, Pete, your uh, your thoughts on the summary? Well, I mean, it's kind of what we talked about earlier, right? That exact line of it's about his terrifying power, which not even he is aware of, mm -hmm. which adds to the luge is pretty clueless of what the hell is going on. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's a case of like, oh, he knows he's powerful, but he never knew how powerful he is. I think like this man is lost and he has no idea what's going on. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll get to the picks of what's going to go on. And who we're going to pick for this duel, I think it's pretty damn obvious. Um, but seeing now we're what? This is the second to last episode before the actual finale duel that we assume will happen. Um, so we kind of got to set the wheels in motion here to uh, to get to our final point for the arc. Yeah, so. this pick just got a lot tougher for me because I did not realize this guy was Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, this guy's name, <laughs> this guy God, literally bro. is Yu-Gi-Oh. So this, I'm, I'm actually start. My palms are starting to get sweaty because I don't know what to do. I mean, are your is, knees weak? I think, I think I'm gonna head to bed. This, this is, are your arms heavy? Yeah, I'll see you guys. This is a, uh, this is a tough one now. Um, Dredge, your thoughts on on Yu-Gi-Oh? <laughs> about that time for old Dredge. Judge, are you there? <laughs> is Judge frozen? Oh, no. Your thoughts on the Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> it's a really, it's a broad question. There's a lot of <laughs> overarching elements. Um, what's, your, what's your thoughts on the Abominable Snowman in general? Yeah, are you a fan? Alright, Dredge is, Dredge is Do, getting real. While, while we're on topic, though. Yeah. What? <laughs> Oh my god, Dill, sometime, bro. Holy. Oh, I don't know what to say. Why? Why we're on topic of, of, of Yukio? I can't. Why? No, 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 no. We need to. Hold on. No, no. Barrett's calling me and I can't hear anything. There we go. Um, the pickem needs to be updated. Yeah, Sarixis, who is. Who, uh, Helps me run it. Did not send me an updated link. I'll check right now. So this will probably be another push for the Pick'em League. Oh, no. Yeah. Yukio. Oh, damn it. Sorry. I, I, that's all right. He, he works. He's, he's so, can we, so can we make the Yukio nothing then? Is that is that the new thing we're going to do? Um. Yeah. I mean, this is kind of tough. Uh, I'm going to text the uh, the group chat right now. <laughs> NFT's nuts. All right. Couldn't we just keep, put it in... in... The Discord right now? No, because I don't have. I, I have to keep my screen up on the PC. Oh, I see. The, oh, that's right, because it's yeah. screen capture. That's my bad. That's my bad. You don't have two monitors up right now. I do. One is the the uh, Streamlabs, and then one is the Discord. 
cameras. Uh, I wish I was like Caliber yeah. and had seven monitors, then I'd be fine. Yeah, I, I think have Cal, last I have three. I heard, Cal, three. I heard Cal was donating monitor to you. I heard that. I swear, Dill, I swear the last time I was there was when you needed 14. Didn't he, we does, count that? he definitely does not have three. You don't have three. You have at least five. No, he has five. He well, has five. I have three uh, on five. this computer. Uh, oh. Yes, I, have, I have two oh. on my work computer. He has five. So he has five total. Five. Yes. All right. Um, and I have one in my closet. Are we ready for okay, the pick'em? <laughs> yeah. Yu-Mu versus Yu-Gi-Oh! itself. Sure. All right. Three... <laughs> Wait, two. I'm not ready. Okay. Just do it. You, we all know. Okay. You got to full send it, bro. <laughs> Three, Three, two, one, send. Like, this shouldn't even be, like, is it really? You know what, Dill? I'm a little upset that you made the comment that you were, like, actually thinking about this and just, you know, went with everybody else. All right. So I, I will be honest with you guys. We have all picked you. There's nothing yeah, to talk. Come on. I mean, no one thinks this is a trap duel. Because it because of the name, though? Because Can of the I, name. It's against Yukio itself. <laughs> Can I tell you why this is super easy? And by the yeah, way, yes. this, this goes beyond just Yuamu. Um this goes this goes beyond just Yuamu being better than Yu-Gi-Oh! Um this is to make the score two to two. If yeah. if Yu-Gi-Oh beats Yuamu here, um and oh, Lelouge's team goes up three to one. Episode thirty-seven, Yuga's team wins. It's three to two. Then thirty-eight and thirty-nine. It's to tie. That that wouldn't make sense. So from a score perspective, I think it, it points to Yuamu. Um, Yuamu will beat Yu-Gi-Oh itself, and I think this is going to be a huge, uh, huge win for her. <sighs> and um, yeah, I'm picking Yuamu. I don't know if any of my friends have really anything they want to add because I just feel like this is such an obvious one. But do you guys have anything you want to just? Discuss here picking you a mill. I just I, I lost this arc already. Let's not forget that. I wasn't gonna gonna pick you yet. Yeah, She's all. lost her last two duels. This would be her third in a row. That's another reason why I, I can't pick against her. I, I just can't pick. I can't. I can't pick for you yet. You know, can't do it. Well, so here's my pro actually. That's my. I have the opposite problem. I was a little oh, yeah? nervous for a second. I was like, should I really go with you, Mu, if she's going up against a character named Yukio? Yukio. Yeah, you know, I, I might tough. have to. I, I, I didn't expect to like the show to get like that existential. So right, it's a little meta. Wow. Yeah. Do you yeah. think he has a brother a... called Yu-Gi-Oh GX? <laughs> I'm gonna bite my hand. <laughs> I'm trying so hard not to. <laughs> no, just you know Nadine's not having the best best few weeks. Come on, <laughs> yeah, poor Nadine, man. GX. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yo, that would Come be. Come on. Sorry, no, pretty bad. Oh man. man, this is gonna be such a fire <laughs> YouTube short. Oh god. <laughs> I think we lost uh, Nick T. I think we lost. Oh, Nick Nixie's done. Just keep <laughs> it's just yeah. brother. You know you know it's bad when when Barrett is criticizing himself that that was the same caliber. Yeah, he's there. saying it's a Barrett you letting know it's you bad, know. Yeah. Oh Barrett is here? Yeah, he's in chat. Barrett, it's great to see you, man. I also have, congratulations. I have not answered your text. My answer is obviously yes, but I'll I'll answer it. And we'll talk later. Oh God. Um, Nick, to your oh done. God. Pete, Pete, <coughs> Pete saw right through me. <laughs> I I often do. No often God. Do. I um have to get another water and um go to the bathroom real quick. I'm going to do the same, actually. Pink Penguin, thank you for the $2 donation. Yeah, what if this. the key to beating the box is writing a more interesting manuscript? 
I think the ceremonial duel will be UDS versus Yuga, which would be an awesome watch. UDS versus Yuga would be an awesome <laughs> ceremonial duel, and I'll tell you why it makes sense. The second Studio Gallop show, GX, we know what that ceremonial duel was, Protag versus Protag. It'd be great if the ceremonial duel here in Go Rush is similar, Protag versus Protag. I think that would be an awesome ceremonial duel, and it'll certainly be better than, um, you know, Yuga versus Otis, especially because it's similar in the way, right? Yuga set Udius on the journey. Otis set Yuga on the journey. It's similar even in that in that symbolism perspective. Um, chat, I'm going to run to the restroom. I will be right back. Um, you want me to read I'll some donos while you're gone? Three minutes. Read them. Got yeah, yeah, water as well. My throat's hurting. Be right back. Uh, Okay. Call me. Read those donos, Cal. We'll right. for you. Unless, Nick T, are you trying to make a point? No, I was just saying that because Barrett said while they're gone, I'm going to call Nick T. And I'm like, don't, please don't call me, man. Uh, uh, I love you. Please please clap. don't call me. Um. So, X Slayer donated $10. Thank you, X. X said, and I think this is a very <laughs> good point we should all think about. Okay. Going, going to say on the Gallup Bridge thing, I don't really mind changes on the tone, the art style, or a different format. But as long as the anime and franchise is going, that's really all that we should care about. That and was so. That is some wise words of wisdom from it's, nobody it's other than true. I, I can I can understand that. Like you can you can talk about the changes and which maybe you like more, which is better, which is worse. But at the end of the day, you have something to talk about. Yeah, I'm and that's really what matters. Because like, if there was no more show, you'd just be talking about things that happened in the past, and you don't want to harp on the past. Yeah. No, so it's it's you know you got you got something to talk about and that's really what matters you have the show you have something to watch you have things to talk about and discuss with your friends you have a podcast you get to come and watch where we talk nonsense about the show for a couple of hours and i mean what's better than that there isn't there's not much there's right? nothing better than that right i mean god i, I just I, I just love getting together with you guys on wednesdays yeah same i look forward to it bro but every other day that we get together, I don't love it as much. Yeah, it's, it's the it's, worst, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's the worst. It's, it's a little bit more performative, you know? It's like, it's, it's like, oh, I have to, you know? Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, Dredgy's back. Hey, Dredge. So, um, oh, yeah, back. oh Dill's up, back. Hey, Dill. Wow. Um, Look at that timing. Interesting timing. I only read one donation. Was it X-Slayers? Huh? It was X-Clair's $10 donation. Yeah, I had read it before I left. Just to touch on it real quick, X, first of all, thank you so much for the uh, $10 Super Chat. And I agree. I agree. I think it's definitely fine to be, you know, a little critical as long as it's respectful. At the end of the day, we're all here because we love Yu-Gi-Oh! We love the anime, and that's a beautiful yeah. thing. And, and, and the games, too. We can and the, have, games, and the game, of course. We can have our PlayStation 2. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Duels of the Roses, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, Bas yeah, basically, 100%. what I said, Dill, was like, the the what matters the most is there is something to talk about because the show and the anime and everything Fully is still agreed. going on. Fully so. agreed. Can't agree more with that. Um, so X Slayer came back with another five, and he oh, said, "Here's you, another X. thing." Huh. He said they want to focus on the new era of duelists because we, the old, had now wow. known how the game True. runs, and that's a great decision that they've done. Completely and, agree. And I agree because. Yeah. As someone who doesn't play the game, I enjoy watching the show. I don't really know much about the game, but I think playing the game is hard and difficult for me because it is very, very hard to learn as a beginner all of the different ways that like spells and traps and summoning methods. And it just, there's so much that goes on, changes to the field. And it's, it's a lot. But it's as a very difficult that, point of entry right now. Yes, and, and as someone who watches 
you know, sevens and go rush and sees rush duels, that's an appealing entryway because it is a lot easier to understand kind of the base concept. It's a new thing for everyone, although people that played normal duels will kind of obviously catch on much quicker. Sure. It's a very easy way of learning how to play Yu-Gi-Oh! And then it's like, um, you know, okay, I figured this out. Let me take what I know about rush duels and see how everything works in, you know, in master duels and how how things are different and what's different and what new things there are. And you can at least have a base knowledge, you know? Yeah. So I think hey, it's a really good point. Sometimes you got to go 0-12 versus Pegasus, all my side. Treasure oh, got beat up in Duelist of the Roses. He's got a big announcement coming up later regarding that stream. No. For it. Wait, what are you talking about? What did he say? What did he say? Damn well, it. It is on your stream <laughs> schedule. I just looked. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Um, anyway, we got 10 Canadian dollars from Pick Rick. Thank you, Pick the Rick. And Rick said, Pick what Rick. confirms that the manuscript is boring? They only saw a few pages. Agreed. So that's pretty shallow to assume the whole thing's crap. Agreed. He's right. And yeah. that might be the resolution with the whole being not that bad. Yeah, you have to assume the hole's not bad. Um, you have to Can't assume... Can't the book by its cover. Yeah, right? you have to assume the hole is usually good from my yeah, but experiences. I mean, what if um, it's just That being really said, boring. let me say this. We've talked earlier about how Sky Fisher doesn't, <laughs> doesn't have the um, ability to understand what's actually happening here. And so him saying that it's a, a boring manuscript, um, right, it, it's very quick. We don't know what the hole is, and we got to see it. Yeah, Com <laughs> completely agree. Show agree, us the hole, yeah. you know. It's I, I completely agree, Pick. And um, I'm excited to know what's actually in there because it's more than an uninteresting manuscript. I think we all agree with that. Nick T, any thoughts? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nick T, no. just, just, yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, we got five Australian dollars from Electric Kevin. And Kevin said, I really, Kevin. Like mm, I really like London now. If they keep this up, I might like him and Rovian more than their Sevens counterparts. Yeah, London over Roa is, is going to be close for me, assuming all things stay constant. I can't see myself liking Rovian more than Roman. Roman was awesome. Uh, yeah, Roman was just so cool. Unless there's a massive change with You're Rovian's a Roman character. Hater, bro. I, I also don't like Rovian. I'll, I'll be honest with it. You're yeah, I'm with, I'm with Del. I don't like Not Rovian. Rovian and Rovian. Yeah. I, I need, I need uh, more from Rovian because right now there's some means he's just a bad poet. Because you don't no. understand her. Um, I might not understand her, but but I still don't like. I'm still not a fan. Bro, a little Doctor Seuss might be more your speed, though. <laughs> Maybe at least at least at least at least Doctor Seuss makes sense. I agree with Dredger. No, I agree with Dredger. You know, you know, Nick T. I'm gonna have to go with Edgar Allan. No, to that. Statement. <laughs> oh, oh, moving on. Dude, he raving um, you. Yeah, get raving. Oh my bro. God. Wait, Raven, Yikes. Robian. Yikes. Um. We got five pounds from Nicholas Horton at Justice for Rebecca Edge Runners. Thank oh you for clarifying. And I got you. <laughs> I and forget he said, about that. He said, hi, everyone. How was your Thanksgiving? And have you seen the new trailer for the new Super Mario Brothers movie? Uh, no, I did not. No. My, thanks <laughs> My Thanksgiving was good until I got sick. Mm. And yeah, same. the I'm new trailer for the Super Mario Brothers movie I did watch. Hang on. Oh, you did? Oh. What did you think? You should make a YouTube video about it. I was thinking about doing it on my channel. It's uh, very clueless gamers. Hang on, Calibro. Calibro. Can you reread that username? Nicholas Horton at Justice for Rebecca Edge Runners. All right, great. Um, every, no. Every, every time. Oh, no. 
<laughs> no, Cal, bro. I don't like you. Well, we'll see that at a later date. Oh, man. What, Dill? Go ahead. Um, yeah, no, go ahead. so I can't actually remember what I was going to say. But um, go ahead. we're going to play that song every time um, we read Nicholas Horton's username going forward. Um, that song? You made a song. I didn't hear anything. You guys didn't hear anything? No. No. Really? I, 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 you, I, I Dylan. Play, I played the Edge Runner song. Oh, Dylan. Here, bro. <sighs> Dylan. Nobody heard it. I'm Nobody sorry. heard it, bro. Nobody um, really. Dylan. Yeah. Dylan, I will drive to your house right now. Dylan, I'm at your house right now. I didn't hear it. He's trying it again. He I'm it shocked you guys can't hear that. No, no, it's not going through. Nothing, dude. Your mic's that. So, do are you trying to get a copyright strike with this? Yeah, song? maybe, maybe it's like this—the second hand of God is preventing you from getting a copyright strike. I'm, all right, a, co a couple people in chat heard it. That's weird. That old no, man. Uh, they're capping, dude. No, TJ yeah. Playmaker. It's the ending song of Edge nope. Yeah, nope. of course. How would he Wait, know? What that? did you just say? What did he say? The end. The ending song of 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 Cyberpunk Edge Runners is "Do You Want to Stay." Yeah. By uh, which yes, and that's that is literally the song that I'm playing. I'm 23. No, you're not. Look at this. I'm you're 23 not. seconds into it. You're not playing it. Of course I am. No, you're not. Okay, well, Dill, I'm just gonna let you know we can't hear it in Discord. Yeah. It yeah. probably isn't loud enough to break like the sound gate or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it, it can't break the sound barrier. You're right. Okay. It's also connected right. to your computer, isn't it? My man doesn't um, know what a noise gate is. So it's gonna play no, through he your has computer. no idea what's going on. Um, so we got two dollars from Legendary Duels. Thank you, JC. And, hey, um, legendary. JC, I think this is pointing at you when you were talking talking about, I believe it was the Zexel villains. He said, say your top three, coward. LOL. Yeah, I Ooh. think that was over Good to boy. Dredge. Dredge, your thoughts on that, man? To Dredge? My three, what, top villains overall? Or yeah. First of all, it was shows. definitely at Dylan, but go ahead, Judge. You can name your villains. Well, well, no, I don't know what show, because I can't he, name he it. top three is in top three shows. Uh, JC, I think, knows how I rank my oh, shows. Oh, that's what he was. Um, but JC, good Wait, to see you, my what? man. What? I was top three villains. No, he was talking about top three because we were talking about Dylan's top three shows, and he's like, oh. I don't say what they are. We all know I, Dylan's I top three. That. If you don't know, you don't, you don't need to know the order, but you should know Dylan's top three. All, all right, Dylan, I got top three, bro. Dylan, I got one more for you. All right, we got twenty dollars from Philip Rosewood. Oh, ow, ooh. oh my god, yeah, bro, definitely felt bro. like a pop in the old vocal. Yeah, that hurt Phillip, my ears. Thank um, you. You hurt our ears. Sorry, I, got I heard that in my headset. A very and generous, in real life. It's a very generous super chat. I got excited. My man sounded like a WWE announcer. <laughs> Phil. <laughs> okay. He does ever learn. It's Shawn Michaels. <laughs> anyway. Oh my God. I'm sorry. Okay, can I mute all of your mics so I can just get through this donation, you can. please? You want? Um, Stone Cold. <laughs> <laughs> you're dead. Phillip's <laughs> Philip said, some of my favorite anime fights is previous Protag versus current Protag. I've seen this in Beyblade with Vault versus Iga and Iga versus Drum. Then we got Bedamon, uh, Ricky versus Kamon, and Gundam Destiny with Shin versus Kyra. All great things. Sorry um, if I butchered those can names. Can you speak to the Gundam one, Nick T? I know. I can, yes. Yeah, Iga's got the A on his cheek. I actually know the design of Iga. I've never watched Beyblade. Um, Philip, but I kind of know the character you're referring to. Um, I, I can't speak too much in depth, but I appreciate you sharing your opinion. And for the generous super chat, as always, Nick T, I'll hand it to you. Nope, you can speak off. a little better about it. Yeah, actually, actually, that's one of the best fights of that show. Um, that show is a little divisive because the first half of it, where Shin is the protag, 
Um, he sucks. They just made it like, mm. hey, what if we made this, the pro tag for this new show like absolutely unlikable? And uh, they did a really good job at that. And then they brought back a character from the previous, like, it's Seed and then Seed Destiny. And they brought a character back from Seed and said, hey, actually, we think you're going to like him better. And we're like, yeah, we do. And then he beats the shit out of the kid. That's awesome. It's great. Oh, God. It's great. Um, well, now That's I know great. why Philip liked it. And I know Iga's character with the A on his cheek, but I don't know um, the fights specifically. But... Chad, I think that's going to do it. Um, I'm happy we were able to pull this off remote. Uh, we've done it remote before. Again, illness, oh, yeah. just taking precaution. I want to thank from the bottom of my heart, Calibro, Pete, Nick T, and Dredger for coming on, taking a couple hours out of their night, as they so often do on Wednesdays, um, to help me out with this production. They are same footing as me when it comes to this, um, and I am so thankful for each and every one of them. This production would not be a thing if it was not for them. Um, the four of them all do their own stuff in terms of content creation. So I'm going to let them kind of promote um, their stuff. Their, all their stuff is linked down below. I want to say thank you to anyone who watched. Thank you to anyone who commented. Thank you to anyone who lurked. And a special thank you to anyone who donated and super chatted. I cannot tell you how much it helps me out and helps out the um, channel in general. 88% of viewers believe UAMU is going to pick up the win. 87%. Love you guys. Go, we'll start with Cal, and we'll work our way down the list. Sweet. All right. Thank you, Dill. Um, so I stream over on Twitch at twitch.tv slash calbreezy. <laughs> um, I've been a little uh, off streaming because, well, this beginning of this entire week, I was just sick and really didn't have the voice to speak. You could, Dylan could attest, this is like the first day I've had a normal voice on the week. So, um... Tomorrow I might try to stream and maybe even another day, Friday or Saturday, because I'm going away the following week. And then after that, it'll be back to regularly scheduled programming and trying to do two, three, maybe four days a week. Because when Whoa. it's cold out in the winter, I don't like to leave my house. So, um, yeah, there we go. Yes. catch me over there. To confirm, Angie, Cal is going to another wedding. No, I am not, Angie. I'm going on <laughs> and vacation. confirm it's another wedding. It's not a wedding. It's Huge not wedding. a wedding. Massive wedding. I hate all of you that are in this call, but I wow, love everybody. Bro, I didn't say anything. You got me there. Uh, Pete, you're, uh, what's going on with you, Clueless Gamers? <laughs> uh, Clueless Gamers is dead these days, but it's a YouTube channel that I do some entertainment uh, reactions and movie reviews and all that stuff over there. Um, football podcast as well called First and Ten with my friend Brian. Uh, we actually did. Here's the sad part. We did record an episode last week. And then the audio file corrupted. Oh, so no. it's completely an unusable podcast that we wasted our time on. Oh. So that's why that hasn't been out. Uh, we're going to try to fix that for this week. We're most likely going to be able to fix it. It was just an unfortunate thing. Uh, but yes, yeah, I'm over there. If you want to check me out, try to more in this next month of the year, the last month of the year, try to get going. Uh, back to kind of where we were, and uh, follow me on Twitter, PeopleCarrot21. A lot of Thanks, really bro. good reactions um, on Clueless Gamer's channel where I really got started, so definitely check him out in the uh, description. Hell yeah. Nick Tate? Should I go, Nick? Yeah, yeah me? Go. Okay, cool. Um, first off, I want to say that uh, Pete's beard is looking mad nice. Oh, my God. Oh, so oh, oh, I, was, really good. I was loving wow. that. That's, that's, bro, that's part captain. of my promotion. Promote the beard, bro. Promote the beard. Um, wow. But I also, <laughs> I also stream on Twitch at uh, twitch.tv slash Nick Fights Moms. Um, as Caliber said, I also 
uh, have been pretty inactive. Uh, last n- night was my first stream in like two weeks between being busy because of the holiday and then getting sick myself. Um, but it was a good time. Uh, we, um, I do like a lot of, you know, retro emulation, a lot of, uh, you know, PS1, Game Boy Advance, uh, Super Nintendo, that kind of stuff. Uh, Minecraft, which um, I did last night. Um, I tr- want to get more into Elden Ring. And then I do music performance as well, where I uh, perform from a repertoire of cover songs as well as my own music. Um, and you can hear that original music uh, on all streaming platforms at under the name Nameling, N-A-M-E-L-I-N-G. I've got an EP and two singles out. And actually, speaking of that project, I... Uh, I'm at the very final step of paying for it. I just need to get it mastered <clears throat> and actually have a current running goal on that Twitch to, oddly Ooh. enough, it's a funny number, $420 to get it fully mastered. And I've had friends, you know, already get me part of the way there. So if you're so inclined, uh, let's help me get that stuff mastered. Definitely. Uh, you can also follow me on all social media platforms at NamelingNJ. Definitely we'll follow Nick T, Nameling, awesome. Check all out that Nick stuff T. linked down below. Uh, and Dredger, last but certainly not least. Oh, definitely least. Um, so, Dredger, stream at twitch.tv slash Dredgenator. Um, took a little break this week. Uh, my girlfriend's been sick, so I've been trying to kind of, you know, work and, you know, get used to that schedule and also make sure that she's alive and well. So we're taking a little break from the stream. Uh, might stream Sunday, actually, shockingly enough. I know I usually do like a Monday or Tuesday and then a later day in the week. I wasn't able to because I'm going to Atlantic City tomorrow. So I can't do it tomorrow night, which I was Jeez. going to do. Um, so I'll have to do it uh, probably this weekend. I am. I did say to you guys I was going to stream Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel's Roses. Uh, that, that is on my stream schedule. Dylan is not lying. It's on my Discord. Um, I also wanted to test run to see. Game. Uh, I, I, I will not be <laughs> streaming that. Only because the amount of time it would take to really get anywhere. Um, I don't think the content would be good. I am, though, with this being said, I am considering... Uh, streaming a different Yu-Gi-Oh! based game, uh, possibly Nick T reminded me of the DS and like, uh, oh my gosh, Game Boy Advance games, which are pretty There's cool. So I like those, those games. more basic that I remember. And again, I, I remember those kind of uh, settings, so I can probably run that. Um, also, we have a Pokemon Black 2 randomized Nuzlocke, which we're somehow not dead in. I'm a little nervous, you know, I'm, the Annie's been up with Dylan and x on his bet. I need to win this run. Um, but that That's will right. continue probably Sunday will be the Pokemon Nuzlocke. So make sure you come check it out. Turn on football. Turn on me in the background. And hopefully we don't kill some Pokemon together. Yeah, Dredger, um, absolutely great, dude. Please, please check him out. Dredger, a game I would recommend for you, which is a game that I yeah. really enjoyed when I was a kid, Yu-Gi-Oh! The Eternal Duelist Soul which is a Game Boy Advanced game. So I might have played that yeah, one. I would, I play, I, I, I'm, I'm trying check, to think of them Check out the all. gameplay and see if it looks familiar. Yeah. But um, okay. guys, uh, thank you all so, so much. Please check out all of their channels and social media profiles down below in the description. This has been Talking Yu-Gi-Oh! Episode 35, London's Calling. Thank you all so much, and I hope you have an amazing day. An amazing day. day. Take care, guys. Good night.